This week on Lazy Hollywood, we are done with Halloween and we are doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Calabanga <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Lazy Hollywood. You've got myself, Paul, you've got Smiler, and you have got Nick. And this week, obviously, we're doing Turtles. Um, love and Hello. intro track from Repair to Ruin. Calabanga, dude. <laughs> it's Calabanga. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to hear that a lot tonight, aren't we? I think, yeah. yes. Even though it was only said once in either films, I believe. Yeah. We'll make that tonight. Um... Yeah, I think this could be an interesting one. Hey, hey, Paul, before you ask. Hey, Nick, hey, yeah. 1990 and 2014. I can predict the future. You're in it, aren't you, like? Get a thing. <laughs> okay, we can really still weird. do it. I just it's totally not... didn't fucking get that between you two guys. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was that about? All right, well, let me spell it out if you're Nick. Yeah. When did the original come out? 1990. <laughs> <laughs> 2014. Yeah. Wait. Because you got people like Smiler who still don't have a clue. (laughs) (laughs) At least you understood, Paul. Well, I did because it was sort of like a little exciting thing. It's still every week, isn't it? Yeah. Indeed. To get away from me because. Right. So, where would you like to start on this beautiful journey? (sighs) Sure. Probably in 1990. That would make more sense. It would do. I would do. Right. So, Teenage Mutant. Before we get into this quickly. Yeah. Um, were you both like Turtle fans growing up? Yes. Massive. Huge Turtle fans growing up. Yeah, because I was a massive Turtle fan. So I was like, yeah. I'm not, not, it's not like Transformers level. But when... you, I, I think I preferred Turtles than Transformers growing up. So... Yeah, I mean, I think TV show, I preferred Turtles, but film-wise, I remember. But I remember being really excited when this film came out. Yeah. Yeah, I think, film. as a kid, my one of my favourite TV shows was the uh, animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Then obviously when the film came out, massive fan. Had the old Nintendo games, had all the action figures. Oh, do, you remember, do you remember the arcade game? There was an arcade game that was amazing. I bought it on the um, PlayStation. It was in the network once. It was like four-player. Ah, okay. That's a great game. Crazy I think the first ever Ninja, the Turtles game I had was on the old Game Boy. The very first Game Boy. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, yeah. That was the first time I ever had a Turtles game, I think. Yeah, that was good. So, if you was a turtle, who would you be? Well, I I, I would rather myself be Raphael. Um, Raphael. Yeah, Raphael is the cool Lone Ranger. Paul? Yeah. For now. I, I think I'd be uh, Michelangelo. You'd be Michelangelo? Yeah, I think I'd have to be. Okay. And I'm obviously Donatello. Why's it obvious? Because he's my favourite. Yeah, but how is that obvious to other listeners? Now it is. Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make much sense. I'm sorry, listeners. You can't see me. Or hear me. Or oh, hear me. Anyway. <laughs> so no one likes Leonardo, is what we're saying. Well, Leonardo's got the best name. I think Leonardo's a nice name. It is a good name. It is great. I thought it was a good name. 
Very good, man. So no one wants to be Splinter. Well, I don't want to be a little rat man. <laughs> and to be fair, you said what turtle would you be? I know, Nick. You're not going on mammals and everything now, are you? And he's a, he's a rat. No he's comment. A, he's, he's a, a rodent. <laughs> Shit, my bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. But you didn't say, ignoring all his stupidities, you didn't say what. I know. I just want to... <clears throat> would, uh, if you had the chance, would you rather be Splinter? No. <laughs> no, okay. Because he's a fucking rat. He is. He's just... Yeah. Anyway, speaking of rats, let's go on to the film. So so that's what made you want to go on the film, talking about rats, yeah? Yep. Shit. Yep. Waiting for a long one tonight, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> long one tonight. Courtesy oh. of me. Uh, let's go for it. Go on. So we begin. What city is this, by the way? Is this... This is New, New York. York. This is definitely yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just to make sure. It's gonna be New York, isn't it? Yeah. So we begin in New York. Little um a street scene with a uh, TV playing, which is turns out it's gonna be April O'Neil, who we find out in a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's basically doing a news article about how the crime in the city's getting bigger. And while she's speaking in the background, you see basically a bunch of uh, kids stealing a uh, wallet and kind of passing it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was impressive. It took about 16 kids to take one wallet. <laughs> did. They probably had about $4 in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you know what I mean? What's the point in that? The uh, the last kid you see in that scene is um, related to later on in the film. I can't remember his name, actually. It's pretty bad. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, our next scene is when this delivery driver has got a massive truck with blows boxes in. Delivering stuff. Yep. And she's basically in the background talking about how quick they can steal things. So he delivers the parcel, and as soon as he gets back to his van, just everything's gone. Everything starts to yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this next scene made me laugh is when uh, you got this old woman on a like um, fire escape balcony thing, watching yep. TV outside, and she goes in, <clears throat> reaches in to get something, and as soon as she does, the uh, the TV just disappears out of nowhere. I have all of them. That was the one that I thought. <clears throat> really? It didn't make much sense. A well, waiting there for that TV. A <laughs> was she even watching TV outside in the first place? Bit of a um a strange setup, but oh well. Yeah, I don't think of that. Yeah. That's a good point. Yep. But she's her TV's gone. The TV's gone. No more. No more, bless her. But you do see the T V in the next scene, um, where it's all the kids loading up a van with some um Strangely dressed ninjas, I suppose. Got like a red banner, uh, bandana thing around their head and like bug eyes. Why, why does that come off as strange to you, Nick? No, it's the bug eyes that are strange to me. Okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the rest of it's fine, it's just the weird bug eyes. Uh, next scene is when it kind of goes to dark, kind of outside the city now, and it goes to this big warehouse, and you've got all these kids with all this, all this stolen goods. Stolen, you know, the stolen good, just yeah. kind of going through and stuff. So it's like their main base of operation, as it were, which we'll get to later. Um, next scene is um, again April O'Neil basically signing off, finishing her news stint. Uh, going back to it quick, uh, well, I'm saying not going back to it, but the April O'Neils are very different people in each film. Yeah, well, this one's obviously <laughs> they went for someone that looks like the TV show or the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think this woman's ever been heard of again, is she? No. 
She's been in a couple of films. I, think, I looked yeah. up a little bit. She's been in a couple of things, like, just after, but nothing major. Uh, she was in Armageddon, apparently. Yeah. I think that was the last big one, like, that she was in. She's been in films after or series after. Hitchcock. Uh, I'm number four. I've seen that one. Uh, yeah, oh. she plays the mother. She plays right. the mother yeah, yeah, with yeah. Girl in it. Or someone, if I remember right. Like, apparently, yeah, um, she had a cameo in the last uh, Turtles film, the sequel. But it was um, oh, okay. a deleted scene that they didn't use. Oh. That sucks. That's something nice for us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, do you want to be in the Turtles film again? Oh, wait, we're going to cut it out. I know, <laughs> right? But there you will you. be in the deleted scenes. Um, the has the Burger King bit happened yet? Was that slightly later on? Slightly later on. That fucking, that was a thing, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, speaking of things, right, yeah. So, um, she, April O'Neil's walking down like a, a back alley and she sees a rat and she just basically jumps because she's apparently scared of rats. And yeah, so she's uh, walking home. She, as she turn, kind of turns a corner, she basically sees a bunch of ewes um, stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. And they basically said bad timing to her. So she's like, okay. And they want to get a purse. So they kind of grab her. And as she's on the floor struggling with them, um, I think there's three of them. You just see this. Um, what is his weapon called? Raphael's weapon. I'm not going to say a fork because it's not a fork. <laughs> <laughs> you call them, um, but you. Oh, what do you call them? This needs to be googled. I think. I think we can call it a fork. <laughs> twin size. They're called twin size. S A I S. Twin size. Okay. Twin size. That's what they're called. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, so he he throws on his uh, twin size at the lights, and it goes pitch black, and he hears in the background like uh like fighting going on. Then uh, the light, the police arrive, and basically they're all tied up. All these youths are tied up, and April and Neil's just there lying. And as that happens, um, you see uh, Raphael uh, peek through the um the uh, sewer cover. You can, you, yep. you get a glimpse of his uh red bandana thing mm-hmm. and then basically after that it cuts into the uh a little bit of music with the uh the theme well not the theme tune but that kind of soundtrack of this film um and it cuts to the teenage mutant ninja turtles did you not feel like the beginning and upper bits in this film had a real kind of like original ghostbusters vibe it did yes it is that's a Do good I mean- point the beginning of it, sort of the opening shot on that, and then there was a bit where it had the same kind of dun, 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 <laughs> kind of music. And Did you not it. notice next where it came up to the bit where there was a lady on the phone that actually says, "Who are you going to call?" Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. in my head, it came straight up with Ghostbuster. <laughs> you know, when I see when I when I heard her say that, that's what immediately popped up into my head. Oh no, I didn't. I don't think I picked up it. Oh, oh you didn't pick that. You know, like... I'm going to mention this just now, but there was like references to the 80s, a few 80s films mm. in the whole of the first Ghostbusters. One being Ghostbusters, that was the first one when the lady actually says, "Who are you going to call?" When they thought, yeah, and that, okay, obviously they didn't say Ghostbusters, yeah, but in my head it came up with the whole Ghostbusters yeah, theme yeah. and everything, yeah, when she said that. But then there's like. I think number two or three references to like other films in the thing that I picked up. I mean, even though it was uh, released in nineteen ninety, it was a very eighties film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was made in the eighties, but also the logo they used for the intro is exactly the same as the uh, animated series. 
as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I just wish they had the soundtrack, the uh, theme song for this, because I think that would have topped it for me. But oh well, I can add that myself. Oh. And then uh, yeah, so basically, uh, it cuts to them, the turtles in the sewer, kind of um, happy and well, that kind of because that was their first fight, I believe. Like yeah, their first outing and helping someone. So they're like, well, kind of showboating, I suppose. Then yeah. they uh, go back to uh, Master Splinter. And they're basically yeah. saying how well they fought and all that. Mm. But then he kind of goes to, um, kind of goes all a bit philosophical on them. About like, you have to be careful what you do, you not get seen and all that stuff. It's kind of like yeah, the wise old man. Yeah, can we just say a very wise understanding splinter? Yes. Yeah. That's what makes yeah. that point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Yeah, it's fucking dick, isn't he? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, wait. Okay, carry on, yeah. Just saying, I'll leave, I'll leave yeah. that there. But yeah. So, yeah, and um, Raphael's a bit, um, well, what's it, hot-tempered in this scene, I suppose. Because mm-hmm. um, he just wants to do more. He wants to just want to be by himself, basically. Yeah. Like you said, he wants to be the lone wolf, kind of. But um, funny scene is, um, in this, while, while he's trying to have this, like, really deep, meaningful chats you've got uh, Michelangelo in the background uh, trying to order a pizza oh yes and how it must not have any anchovies on it because <laughs> yeah. that would be bad hey that pizza that I got delivered looked lovely though man oh, like oh, dude I could actually feel for a pizza do you want a little fun fact I know we're a bit early into it but do you want a little fun fact what's it's that going to be my fun fact that I was going to bring up isn't it We'll find out. Okay, so the pizzas they used were Domino pizzas, right? This is my fact. But when they were advertising the film, yeah, all the deals were for Pizza Hut. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. So they were Domino's pizza slices, yeah. But then they the, were the, in the film. They yeah. their product placement was for the Domino's. For Domino's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. when the film was getting released, the real world. Like uh, promotional stuff was with Pizza yeah. Hut. Oh, it was all Pizza Hut, yeah. not Domino. Ah, yeah. I didn't know that. Huh? Yeah, that was my that was what. <laughs> oh, is that yours? <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not mine, but it's out there, isn't it? Right. <laughs> Come out of plenty of entertaining points in my own right. <laughs> but, but no, I thought it was well interested because yeah. yeah they they had that, and even if you like Nick owns the VHS, yeah, mm-hmm. the original VHS that came out. If you watch the VHS even before the film starts, yeah. the Pizza Hut advert plays. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, before the film starts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pizza cool. were like deep into advertising this, so Turtles yeah. had no loyalty or shame with basic saying, "Yeah, we eat Domino's pizza, but we'll cash out to the Pizza Hut." Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. Ah, shit. Yeah. Pete's Hut weren't so lenient. I don't no. Think. They went full in with them. Oh, yes. they, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, had to be Pete's Hut inside the film. It could yeah, be anyone else. Yeah. yeah. There is a reason behind that, which I might get into later. I don't want to spoil everything now. Oh, speak, speaking of special deliveries, are we yes. just a large Doug Burrito? Are we, yes. The large Doug Burrito is here. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> A little late, but Welcome you know. Welcome to the show, Doug. Welcome. Right, it took me so long to watch the original Transformers, but I've watched it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So the next scene, Optimus Prime. We're not doing that this week, aren't we? <laughs> we haven't done that one already, have we? Nah, we're yeah. good. Right, so yes, and now Douglas is here, we can continue. So yeah, um, Michelangelo orders a pizza. And uh, yeah, he's basically uh, going back to Spencer, he's basically saying that they started to meditate. Then uh, a little funny scene, they, um, I can't remember the song, what it's called, It's uh, they start having a little dance. Does anyone remember the song? And I know, I've heard the song, I just can't remember what it is. I think it's just called My Jam. <clears throat> My Jam. Fair enough. I just, I just love it, it's like... It's this really hilarious scene that I can't remember. No, no I, I remember it happening. <laughs> like, cause everyone's starting to meditate. And suddenly music starts playing. I can't remember the song. And they all start dancing. All I remember is MC Hammer, if I'm honest, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I can't um, get into that at the moment. That's okay. Well, but later on. Later on. So I'm about about to touch that. Or T-R-T-L-T power, whatever so um as uh as they're having a little dance Raphael kind of pops out without anyone noticing in a uh, trench coat and a hat and as that happens um the rest of the tales go into the sewers and start skateboarding i must say the actors in these suits are really agile <laughs> yeah they're better than the power rangers oh god yeah hey did you know one of the, the voice actors in this was um the guy from lost boys on stand by me what's his name um Fieldman, Con- Kevin Bacon. Oh. Eh? Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Conway Fieldman. Is it Conway? Oh. What's it? What's his Conway name? Conway Twitty. Or Corey Fieldman. Corey, Corey Fieldman. Corey Fieldman. Say not Corey Fieldman. Co- what? Corey, Corey, Corey Fieldman. He he was one of the voice actors in it. Ah. Corey filming. Yeah. Fieldman. Like Coronation Street filming. Corey yeah. filming. That's just no, this no. is Dag, Dag was born in the year nineteen ninety nine. Like his jokes <laughs> are a lot different to myself and Paul's and maybe Nicholas's. That's young. <laughs> Basically, <I'm> seventeen. <laughs> well, you're not far off it, but yeah. <laughs> right, anyways, I'm way far off. Yo, three years, shit. Jesus right, Christ. so they had exciting people from Lost Boys. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, whilst, whilst um, the Turtles are having a bit of fun times down... Oh God, I can't use that word. Because <laughs> it's a lot of fun. fun times. Yeah. yeah, Nick refers to <laughs> fun times. After the last show. Okay, they're not having fun times down the sewer, they're just having a chat. They're just having a laugh, aren't they? Yeah, just having a laugh. Enjoying themselves, like we are. Um, yeah. In the next scene, there's a little fun fact, which I remember. You get the Domino's delivery driver. Who delivers his Domino's pizza? And he was in Lost Boys. He was in. Nah. He was, <laughs> unfortunately. But he was one of the cameo appearances from the Turtles. He was one of the guys in the suits. Because each one of them had their own cameo appearance in the film. Oh, did they? I, yes. I think I knew two of them did, but yeah. I just I, I didn't pop yeah. on to who it was. But yeah. So uh, the pizza delivery guy is actually uh, Michelangelo, for obvious reasons. <laughs> So, uh, Michelangelo yeah. is delivering his own pizza. Ah, I get you. Yeah. That's lovely, that is. That is. That is it. so long to find his own house, then? I don't know, Doug. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so he delivers his pizza, and they get this lovely-looking, like Michael said earlier, lovely-looking pizza. Yes, indeed. And um, they slice <laughs> it up, and one of the pizza slices lands on uh, Splinter's head, which they actually recreate in the... Uh, 
remake or reboot. That, that's the scene that I would have taken over. <laughs> oh, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they're kind of a weed and that, and um. This is uh, well, though, with Eden. Uh, this is Raphael kind of uh, walking around the New York streets in not the greatest of disguises. Like, if you walk past him, you quite clearly see he was a turtle. I couldn't I tell thought it was quite a cool trench coat to be yeah, It was a nice, it was a big trench coat. I was just waiting for him to flash someone. <laughs> of course, you would be, Doug. So, yeah, as um, good old Raphael is uh, walking around the streets of New York. Yeah, um, two little kids, well, two, little, two young kids steal this old woman's purse. And um, he just sticks out a leg and trips them up. Then as they're looking at him, he kind of points to his, um, damn it, I forgot Sorry. the name. Sai. Sai. Thank you. Sai. Twin Sai. He's yeah. one Sai. 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 So as they run away into the woods, um, good old uh, Casey Jones appears. I like Casey Jones. He was always my little favourite. Oh, he's cool. He is cool. He's a cool character. And he fucked up Raphael in the park. <laughs> yeah. He got destroyed. Where are your boys now, Raphael? Where are your boys now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, first uh, Casey Jones um, destroys the, the robbers, hits them onto the floor with his hockey stick. Mm. Then a uh, good old uh, Raphael appears, and they have a little, little bit of a... Tussle. Tussle, yes, to put it politely. Yeah, uh, Raphael makes fun of his uh, one of his baseball bats, and then I uh... he was admiring it. <laughs> hey, that was a baseball bat, right? Because yeah. my ma- he called it something completely different in the film. Yeah, no, that's why he was, he was kind of. I think it was like a particular make or something. He was. No, no is that what was? Because when when I, I was just like, they are just two metal baseball bats, right? Then he no, said it was, something it was else. I not Doug, shut up. But he did not <laughs> understand anything. Yeah, I did not. Like, I didn't have a clue what the hell weapon it well, was. Well, I'm trying to explain to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> yeah, I get shouted at. No, it's, a, it's, it's either one that's been made by a player, because he says the player's name. It's a famous baseball player. Oh. Or it was signed back. By that player, it was signed by him. Yeah, that's what he reads out on it when he came. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, oh, thank you, Doug, for clearing that up with me. I love you. A Joe Canseco baseball bat, apparently. Jose Canseco. Canseco, yeah. Yeah, see, that is that the guy's name? See, that to me sounds like a type of weapon. That's why I was just saying it's a metal baseball (laughs) bat, mate. That's all it is. Uh, he's a Cuban American baseballer. <laughs> yeah, he's an old baseball player. That's where that came from. No problem. Okay. No problem. Thank you. But yeah. So um, this is a bit. Uh, this is one of my actually one of my other favorite quotes from the film. When uh, Casey gets out the uh, cricket bat. Yeah. Now he called that cricket bat because he he scored six points in it. So like he didn't say no special freaking name for that bat, did he? He was like uh, cricket, and then Raphael was like. You gotta know crumpets before you know cricket. Yeah, you go. But I know he says, uh, "Well, you got a cricket bat. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket or something." So it's like you gotta be British to understand what cricket is. Yeah, more sophisticated baseball. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, that he um, he kind of uh, as he points down, he kind of whacks Raphael and he lands in a bin, and he says like six runs, and he runs off. Six points. Yes. He's at six points. And um, as Raph- 
As he's running off, he jumps over a taxi, and that's the second cameo. Yeah. Because uh, this one is... Who is it? Donatello. I want to say Raphael. It is Raphael. Well, it's yeah. sort of with the right guy, isn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. I didn't actually put two and two together, but yeah. Right, hey. to that's what's my fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice, um, who's the little, who's the, who's the kid who pretends to be good that's bad, but he's really secretly good? The ginger little fuck. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to call him that, but him. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking about him, right? Yeah. He he was a dick in the food film. He said he had no little fame music. Did he? Every time he walked into a shot, it was like... Bow, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> uh, Danny Pennington was his name. Oh, Pennington. He bar. was dick. He was Every time he walked past, it was... Like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Raphael walks off. Kind of creeps in. Back to his uh, sewer house. Creeps in. As he tries to creep in, a splinter appears. Well, he's not appears. He's kind of waiting for him. They always appear. Like, you're just doing something. All of a sudden, there's a splinter. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Just a terrible curse. <clears throat> uh, then there's basically just him talking about, about not facing enemies alone. Kind of. Yeah, work as a team. Work as a team. I'm here. And he says, I think he says, like, I'm here for you. Sounds like. Uh, next scene is uh, when... Obviously, next day, next morning, April O'Neil is kind of at her boss's house, I believe, or something. All right. Uh, having an affair, something like that. Wake up there, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she so had boss's house, kind of put makeup on. Yeah. While uh, her son, his, sorry, Danny, is uh, kind of listening to his music in the kitchen. And then he sees her purse just lying there. Bear so, what does he do? He takes the $20 from it. So what do you use, little fuckwit? Yep. Gonna give it to the foot. Because <laughs> $20 is a lot. And what do they spend it all on? Arcade machines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next scene is you got the um, the police chief talking about... Um, I, I, feel, I feel like she was a bit rude in this scene, April right now. Because the police is just talking about how he's going to like combat crime. And what he said makes sense to me. But she didn't understand it, and she's like, "What do you mean?" All of that stuff. I don't know. That's what she was a little bit rude in this bit. Well, she thinks she get away with it because she's obviously having an affair with her boss. Damn, that's true. <laughs> so she don't give a fuck what she says because she ain't getting fired. Nah. But yeah. So it, while that while she's doing the interview with the police chief, um, the turtles see her on TV and say, "That's the girl. That's the girl," and all that stuff. And this is where Michael only said he's in love because you know he fancies her. Mm-hmm. Which is something they kept in the in the remake as well, in the uh, reboot. Yeah. On a much larger scale, though. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll get we'll get to that at some point. Um, next is kind of your, I suppose, your introduction to Shredder, where he's kind of got a million TV screens. Watch out for him. Yes. So yeah, uh, Shredder then kind of throws a knife at one of the TVs and smashes it. He's a bad dude. Yeah. Then he basically he wants. He just says and to someone, don't see, but he says basically, yeah, uh, science, this woman or something. He wants her gone, April O'Neil. <clears throat> what do you think of um, Shredder's body armour? Oh, it was vibrant. I mean, his shoulders seem very protected. Yeah. Compared with his minute little legs, right? <laughs> yeah, but the rest of him just seems 
I don't know, just like really shit material. Yeah, his armor looked, even though it was mainly CGI, it looked a lot better in the um, reboot. See, I didn't like, I thought it was well over the top in the reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the animated TV show they'll probably get it right. Yeah, that's the thing, he was missing the cape. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought would tie the whole thing together. Yeah, he was, he he was lacking. Cape. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just when you really picture it, you got all these little kids going around there playing arcades, and this guy strutting around, and you just think, what are you doing, Shredder? <laughs> yeah, so in this film, he's got hardly any armour. In the new film, he's got too much armour. They never yeah. found the balance, apart from in the animated show. Well, exactly, that's the balance right yeah, there. Yeah, that is the balance. But yeah, next thing is when um, April O'Neil kind of has a private word with the police chief about um, how to cut, like how her idea of combating crime, and he basically says to her, don't tell me how to do my job, and just he shuts her out. Which is a fair shout. Yeah. She's a reporter, he's a police chief, you know, two exactly different right. worlds. Well, what has she done? Nothing, really, at this point. Apart well, from... Or even whole film, which done to warrant this opinion. Yeah, nothing. Exactly. So I maintain my she's a little bit rude in this scene statement. Yeah, good shout. Uh next scene is uh when she kind of walks out in the hump and uh, you see uh, Raphael kind of spying on her. So she goes down to the subway. And of course it's just empty completely. Mm-hmm. And uh as she turns round uh she sees a bunch of the foot clan with their um, bug eyes, which I found strange throughout this whole film but you know uh, about how basically gonna oh that actually no this is one of my favourite scenes <laughs> uh, is when um, one of the foot members uh, holds out his hand next to her and he opens it up and he gives her a slap yeah. that's more reflection on you Nick than anything else <laughs> it was funny I mean I just yeah I liked it I thought um, I like the foot in this one yeah I mean when you look back at like once you've seen the whole film when you look back at it you just realise that they're just kids in costumes <laughs> You got to think. Well, it is a thing that bugged me. It was yeah. really brought to light in the um, in the sequel. How fucking old are the turtles? <laughs> they're running around telling everyone they're teenagers. What, 18, <laughs> 19? I mean, they, they keep making things going. Oh, they're only teenagers. They're only teenagers. How old are they? What, like fifteen? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. What, what is how old? Because I was looking at. I thought about twenty-six. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially in the uh, in the new one where they're deep voices. <laughs> well, is that clear? And they're just like, oh yeah, they're just teenagers. I thought, fucking ain't. Oh, well, I've been... actually found an age if you want to know. Yeah, of course. Fifteen. Yeah. Yep. Well, fifteen. Looks... At least Leonardo's fifteen from this. Well, they'll be fifteen, won't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, actually, no. It's wrong around. Leonardo's the oldest at sixteen, and the others are fifteen. Apparently. You could work. You could work it out in the second one. I was supposed from, from her, her as being a kid, to her mm. as an adult. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> she looked about. She looked about ten years older. Yeah. Just I don't know. I don't know if this is a conversation, but it was just it played on my mind because <laughs> they kept saying it, so I kept thinking it. Yeah. I mean, well, the film was caught. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I'd agree with that. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen years old. Maybe they weren't ready. Maybe he was right. Yeah. Then they fight a man in a bright purple reddish top. When I was fifteen, I had a paper round. So, I mean, I wasn't being a vigilante. <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it. But, yeah, fifteen living in sewers, getting their best friend a rat. 
Something going well for them, isn't it? Well, Michael Jackson was writing a song about his pet rat when he was like 15 or something, wasn't he? So that's <laughs> feasible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of pet rats, I love the flashback scenes in this film. Oh, but, fuck it, that uh, really me. <laughs> just, I don't, I just, I don't. Yeah, we'll get to it when it happened, but I just, they were so bad, they're good. It just, it's weird, yeah, because I know I keep going off, but I mm. found the story in the first one better, even though the story in the second one was more believable. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, mean, I found the first one so much better, but when you sort of fathom you sitting there in your room practicing fucking karate and your rat yeah. secretly learning the <laughs> Just can't really figure that out. What's going on? Uh, yeah. But for some reason, the idea of him finding a book and teaching himself karate really pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It just, I don't know. Anyway, sorry, Nick. It's okay, no problem. So yeah, so April O'Neil gets attacked by the Foot Clan. She gets out one of the side, but she gets it knocked off. Then she starts trying to hit everyone with a bag. She eventually gets knocked out. At that point, Raphael appears and uh, beats them all up, pretty much. So, yeah, picks Ray, uh, April O'Neil up, and they go down to the um, sewers, where they all live. Yep. But one of the uh, Foot Clan is actually following them. Okay. And you find out later, sure, I'll spoil, I'll spoil it. it, it is Danny, you know, because... Now... Frick! I know, right? Find out later that he tells them where they live, because, you know... Because he has no soul, that's nope. why... Steals from people. Yeah. Just, yeah. just a horrible person. But yeah. He's a dick, isn't he? He is a real, yeah. He, he, the foot think he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. The turtles tried to give him a chance and he, he fucked him off. Because he just, he just kept fucking him over every time. Yeah. His dad doesn't know what to do with him. His dad just ashamed of him. Yeah, because he's having an affair with April, so he doesn't really <laughs> care. Well, unless April's his real mum. Ooh, that would be, that'd be something. Mm. Mm. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, he takes April back and um, they basically say, like, why have you brung her here and all that stuff? Well, Spenta does. Then basically, she wakes up and she screams because it's a rat. Of course, just this giant rat talking. To be fair, if you woke up and there was a giant rat talking to you, you'd be a little scared. And like four massive turtles. It's so what I dream of. It is. <laughs> I've had a few of those dreams, to be fair. So, uh, yes, basically in this scene, she's just panicking and kind of squealing about what she is seeing in front of her. And she wishes she was rescued by Harrison Ford as well. <laughs> they threw that in there randomly. Uh, I thought that was great. A little, um, a little Harrison Ford mention. It's nice, isn't it? Do you reckon she wanted Han Solo or Indiana Jones? Ooh, that's a tough one. Indiana Jones. Who would you prefer to be rescued by Nick? Han Solo. You're a Star Wars dude, man. Of course you're going to see that. Only if he brings his Millennium Falcon. What if he brought his oh. Wookiee? <laughs> oh, I'll take no. that. I'll yeah, take that. you know you would. Yeah, I'll take that. You know, I'd, I'd go for Han Solo. I think definitely. I'd be in Air Jones. He just calls problems. <laughs> he just, calls problems and just seems to have just the worst bad luck in history. What is Han Solo? And he's another that brings aliens in for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's a reference that no one will get. Sorry, everyone. Oh, yes. Right, anyway, yeah. Back to the film. So, um, at this point is when, yes, this is the uh, 
the flashback scene we were talking about just a minute ago when uh, Splinter was basically explaining uh, the, the background to uh, April. <laughs> and this lovely little clip of just like a, a puppet's rats kind of wandering the sewers and having to eat and stuff. <laughs> then he finds some uh, uh, turtles on the floor who are conveniently walking around in uh, a candlewood next to a canister saying radioactive material. <clears throat> and he basically uh, scoops them up and uh, puts them, and he starts training them, and they grow and they grow. And the little, um, the little baby turtles are so funny because they look completely. The necks are so long when they're little kids. It's just, it's just so crazy. <laughs> the idea of this giant rat yeah. sitting there telling this story to a news reporter, mm. and her mm. finding it just feasible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somehow I was totally accepting this, but annoyed about the other one. I think because it's like so weird and different, it's kind of just want to go with it. I just don't think we, when we were younger, or people back in the early nineties, questioned things. Oh no, I didn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> if we had a film came out, a film came out. <laughs> yeah. Radioactive turtle babies growing up. You know what's what, what's not hard to believe there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's perfect. So yeah, what I find even more interesting about uh, it's another thing that happens later, but. It's the fact that um, Splinter doesn't even have anything to do with the radioactive material, but is already like this. Because yeah. he was like what? this before, because when he used to, obviously later in the film, he get he copies his um, his owner, his master, his uh, ninjutsu what, it was, skills. It was just a Who, Yoshi. He's yes, what yeah. Yoshi's master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, this was obviously this, and that when he found the turtles, that was later on in his life when obviously Yoshi yeah. died. But he was he he was intelligent when he was owned by Yoshi. Like he was like yeah. he almost I suppose humanoid. As in the next one, he became more intelligent when they injected him yes, with right, that yeah, mutation yeah. thing. Or but in this one, he's already intelligent before even he comes close to the radioactive material. Yeah, so I think then something they never explained. But anyway, it doesn't make sense. But I like it. So yeah, in the that's, next. Oh, sorry, yeah. Paul. That's right. I'm just thinking he's just rat training, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I've had pet rats, and they've never. Trains. I had a pet ham once. Pet hamster. Did it follow your moves or anything? No, but I did wake. <laughs> I was having the room decorated when I was younger, so I was sleeping in my brother's room, and yeah. I woke up and it had its sort of ass up in the corner of the cage, pissing on me. <laughs> oh, <my sleep. laughs> oh. It wasn't training. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't training. It wasn't training to be a ninja. No, it wasn't. It was just, um, yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> oh, I mean, it might have been. I don't know. <laughs> just so they get a little bit of practice. Might have been um, like a poison mist. It's <laughs> 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 uh, a good story. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Entertaining. Was... Right. <laughs> uh, let's carry on with the film. So, yeah, um, this is where they basically go out and take a, take a well, escort. April home, and then she says, "Basically, I've got pizza. Do you want to come?" And it's like pizza, pizza. Yeah, but her pizza ain't no pizza. It's like microwave pizza. Oh, it yes. weren't. It yeah. weren't. Well, it oh, I thought was it like one of those um like cheap ones, that supermarket one? It's not the same, is it? Yeah, no. it's never the same as ordering a pizza. Yeah, but they 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 obviously took the offer lightly, let's say, and went free pizza. Who was free no. pizza? No one's going to miss out on free pizza, man. No. Yeah, so she takes them home, they have a little laugh and a chat, they eat some pizza on the go. Perfect. A little scene. Then uh, when they get back, because of uh, Danny's earlier um, 
actions. Masquerade. Masquerades. Um, they get back and uh, like the place is completely wrecked and uh, Master Splinter is gone. He's out. He's, He's gone. gone. No idea where he is. They got, they got the Splinter out. Out of the underground. You've been waiting to see that the whole show, right? <laughs> He's just trying to I get I wait for my moments, then I strike. Like a Splinter. <laughs> You're holding a piece of wood and it's all fine. All of a sudden, the splinter strikes. <laughs> it's bad for this whole show. It's trying to get as many splinter jokes as possible. I know. <laughs> and I'm going to end up splintering off to some other topic. <laughs> <laughs> you a dick. Carry on, dick. Yeah, so after that, well, during that scene, uh, basically you hear Raphael cry out and scream he's, like, he's upset so they walk back to april's house and like splinter is gone so then um next scene is uh, when the police chief rings up his oh that's right because of the scene earlier you see the son get arrested danny gets arrested and this is when the police chief rings up his dad saying oh we've got your son basically down and out down and out uh next scene is when basically april wakes up and all the turtles lying down the doorbell ring so they all kind of run and hide and of course, it's her boss. It's her boss and a dick. Yes. <laughs> of course it is. wonder what he wants at this time of the morning. Charles, <laughs> his name is. Mm-hmm. Charles and Danny. Mm-hmm. Of course, he brings his son along. That just makes him a sick bastard. I think he's just sent to that herd just saying, no, this is probably your child. <laughs> yeah, meet your child. Doing and doing. Yeah, so um, during the scene, is they're basically talking about uh, kind of new stuff and uh, as they're kind of chatting in the background Danny has looked round he looks at a mirror and he sees a turtle under the table looks again and it's gone it's like okay then uh, April's kind of washing her hands her head and she says I need a towel and there's a turtle behind the bar as he goes there there is a turtle's kind of hiding up on the ceiling so they're kind of yeah because yeah. they just know ninjutsu like that that's their ninja way they can just yes. disappear within a fucking split second yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Just like that. Sounds like sounds like you really admire them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so ba- I mean, the boss is basically saying like, you've basically got your last chance. Like, don't push me at all anymore because I'm don't not in the mood. Me. My son's my son's a failure. He's probably yours, but he's just had enough at this point. I don't blame him. So yeah, and, and then there's basically just the. Uh, Actually, I'll stop it here because it's like half an hour into the film. There's only an hour left of the film. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Great film. Great film. It is. I actually really did enjoy it. Oh, yes. Right. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 2014 edition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would just call it the Megan Fox edition. <laughs> it basically, yeah. I love. I like the opening uh, scene in this. It's kind of, you're kind of going through New York City, but kind of like in a cartoony comic vibe. That's what I was going to say. I thought yeah. it was really... When the opening started, I thought, wow, I'm into this. Mm. It's really, got a lot, a lot of potential here. Really nice visual visual scene. And it's basically explaining... They kind of do it in like one... In the beginning, it's basically explaining... Beginning, whole yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. They basically explain who the Foot Clan are and the origin of the Turtles. So yeah, that is basically what happens. So it explains the origins. Uh, it tells you who the Foot Clan are and how bad they are. And obviously the main difference from this Foot Clan to the original is, whereas the original is kind of a bunch of youths that have got nothing to do. In this one, they're kind of an actual criminal organisation with guns and everything. Yeah, I didn't like that. Nah, it's kind of too too predictable, kind of too... Yeah, I, I like... Too scary. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was too scary. 
I mean, these are teenage turtles, and they're fighting people with guns. <laughs> yeah, but hey, okay, they're better. Jesus Christ. Yep, 15-year-olds against, like, men with guns. Whose only training is for a book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and how did he plan to read in the first place? And that was part of his intelligence grew, obviously, after he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he said, he, did, he, he said himself that, you know, he was intelligent. I mean, their only training to take these people are is fucking... Gwen Stefani and some karate book they found. <laughs> Pretty much. That's all they got. Not a bad upbringing, I suppose. And if turtles aren't involved in the life of crime, like the foot, where do they get money to buy pizza? Yeah, that's true. Change. Change dropped down the sewers, innit? I mean, they're, they're, it was a note. Yeah, they seem to be dealing notes. <laughs> These yeah. turtles are on the fucking fiddle, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> they probably had a backhand in the foot somewhere. Well, it makes you think, doesn't it? I mean, they've got all their fancy material for their masks and Donatello, all this gear, where's he getting the money for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the way. People aren't flushing that down their fucking toilets. <laughs> they just wake up and a fucking hard drive down there, do you? <laughs> and it's like, right, like right at the end when he gets his um, car as well. Exactly. I'm just saying, I wish them all the best, but just be honest. Where are you getting your stuff from, Turtles? Oh, yeah. So anyway, opening scene after the whole backstory thing. Uh, it's April O'Neil chasing down a, um, I suppose a, a worker at the uh, kind of docks, as it were. And she's basically trying to interview him about, our, um, about the chemicals, because apparently some chemicals got stolen. And they were, like, really dangerous. And while that's happening, uh, I, I like the fact they added this character in, because he was missing from the original film, uh, Vernon. Yeah. Because I, I always remember him from the uh, animated show. But for some reason, I didn't have him in the original film. Mm. And he pretty much is the same guy in this. Like, he's kind of... He loves himself, kind of thing. So I thought, yeah, uh, no, his character was pretty good in this one. Anyway. Yeah, so Vernon's basically saying, like, we've got to go, we've got to record this news thing now. So they have to rush off. And it turns out... It kind of set in New York, and they basically are the little new thing they were doing is about exercising bits to do with birds or something like the instructors. Well, basically, the, the instructor have been watching animals, and he's seen a lot of fat animals, but he's never seen a fat bird. Ah, oh, okay. Because they fly so much, so if we all started flapping and pretended to be birds, we wouldn't all be so fat. Yeah, that was the exercise. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm surprised it's not a thing. I can't, I'm trying to think if I've seen any fat birds. I don't think I have. Exactly. Because obviously, yeah, like they have to fly, don't they? So It's the guy's point. Um, did she have a Skype call yet, or was that after Nah, this? almost, almost. So in, in the, in the um, basically, so what happens in the next scene is when uh, Vernon's basically saying, I know you don't want to do this, but it's like, you just have to do it. Like, you have to put up with it, basically. So it's like really deep discussion with her about her career and stuff. She's like, no, and dismisses him. So in the uh, next scene, she's riding a bike for a little bit. See some uh, nice New York landscape. And this is when she has her phone and does the Skype call. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing about her Skype call that is interesting. It's just the fact that, obviously, she's using Skype. And I just thought, it's another little cheeky advertising thing, isn't it? Yeah, with a, a quite clearly Skype logo on the top of her phone. That's what I thought. Ever since Footloose, I've, <laughs> I aim to pick up all these advertising things. <laughs> Speaking of that, Paul, um, in the original, Pepsi was a big thing as well. There's Pepsi everywhere. Yeah. Pepsi and Domino's. Well, I'm surprised Pepsi's not bigger than Cola. I mean, unless it is, is it? I would say Cola's bigger. I mean, Coca-Cola's like, oh, that, because I think it was the original one, wasn't it? So it's got that, like... Yeah, I think Coca is, Coca-Cola is bigger. Well, it's been around, around a lot longer, isn't it? And I'm only saying because just, like, everyone is a Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi on this. 
Okay, yeah. Perhaps they couldn't afford. Or they couldn't get hold. I don't know. So the Skype call happens. I'm not going to lie, I don't remember what happens in the Skype call. I can't remember. Well, it doesn't matter. I should be staring at the Skype logo yeah. thinking, fucking hell, that's a big Skype <laughs> logo on my screen. Yeah. <clears throat> that's down with this scene. So, yeah, so Skype call happens. Can we cut all this shit and get... Oh, no, because she's got to go... Um, she walks home first, doesn't she? No, no, no. This is where it cuts to the uh, Foot Clan. Well, while she's riding home, it cuts to the Foot Clan... Um, Kind of stealing the uh, chemicals and stuff from the uh, shipping containers. Oh, I had a couple of observations of this scene. Yep. One is you've got the shittest phone in the fucking world. Oh, this bit annoyed me so much. When has anyone had a mobile phone that takes a photo like a Paul's VHS tape? <laughs> the fuck's up with that? And secondly, a woman of her sort of like thing, do you not think she would have had a GoPro and put attached it to a helmet? Can I add a third <laughs> one to that, Paul? Of course you can, mate. When she first sees the foot, she gets out a phone and she tries to take a picture. And for some reason it was flashing low light so she couldn't take a picture. But what phone in the world doesn't let you take your picture in black, like dark? So true. Like so People take photos inside their pocket. Yeah, do it all the time. Yeah, and it gets a little message going, Oh mate, I nearly took a photo inside your pocket, but luckily you had low light, so I know it's not what you wanted. Yeah, so what phone in the world just has, oh wait, you can't take a picture because it's a bit dark? Especially a phone that advanced then takes a photo like a Paul's VHS tape. But like a similar dark scene later on, she takes a picture of the turtles, and that was fine. Then why not just record a video? Yeah. I'm just saying, she wants a break, but she's not helping herself, is she? No, she's got the wrong phone. She'd have a GoPro with a little. Yeah. She said that she said later on in the news thing. She goes, oh, "I saw this this turtle swinging this thing around, knocking them all." And I thought you didn't. You clearly weren't there. You're hiding behind something. You've only seen it if you watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you could have seen it from where you're standing. But no, she's basically yeah. So basically, she climbs the fence and um, you don't actually see where she goes at this point. Uh, yeah. So she's kind of hiding behind something. And this is when the. Uh, the shipping containers get flung about and everyone gets knocked around. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like, like you're saying, as this thing's happening, she's kind of going in between the shipping containers, so she doesn't know what... There's no way she could have seen this. No. In fact, no she, only, she only sees... When she finally comes out of the shipping containers, the only thing she sees is a Raphael jumping up. Yeah, and this is a 15-year-old turtle doing this. <laughs> and, of course, in this scene, her, her phone works and she can take a picture. But, of course, she was too late. Then she takes more pictures of the um, the symbol that the uh, turtles leave behind. It's like, what is wrong with your phone? Because he was using Flash. Mm. And basically in the next scene, this is where she goes home and uh, she kind of explains what happened to her friend who was just like, okay, what are you what are you talking about? To be fair, oh. if your friend came home and just like... Well, that was her sister, wasn't it? Or her friends? Uh, it might have been even like a flatmate or something. Because wasn't this person the most pointless character in a film ever? Oh, yes. What the fuck did she offer? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> if no, any... She was a dick here, and then later on, when she went back, it was just pointless again. Yeah. I mean, it made more sense if, like, this is one of the, like, you know that, um, the original April O'Neil, like, if that was, like, her cameo role, that kind of would make more sense, just to get her in the film. It wouldn't have made sense, it just would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, the, yeah, the character yeah, was pointless. That, that, she was... She was a mate who wasn't interested in a mate doing anything. And all she was just sort of get on the phone and mug her off and go, yeah, I want to leave now. She's mental, mum. Come on. Speaking of uh, cameos, in the next scene, uh, Whippy Goldberg appears. Yeah, who knew that? <laughs> nice seeing her, though. It was lovely right. seeing her. Yeah, it's just completely random, though. <laughs> completely you know, random. I was shocked. I prefer Whoopi cushions. I'm sure you do, Doug. I'm sure you do. 
Yeah, no, I couldn't believe that old um, with the girl boat was in it. It came out of nowhere. I completely, uh, when I was like rewatching it, I completely forgot that she was in it. It's like, what's she doing in this? You know, she, she does have no eyebrows, right? I don't know if you ever clocked that years ago, but in all her films from a long time ago, she doesn't have no eyebrows. So like me then? Oh my God, yeah, you ain't got no eyebrows. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hey, Whoopi and Nicholas. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, best mate. Apparently, like, yeah. Hey, no. She's a miserable fuck in this film, though, aren't she? <laughs> yeah. yeah she... <laughs> Last time she was sorting out the old choir, and she seemed well happy. She did, yeah. This one, I just thought, oh, what the fuck's wrong with her? And Very she... strange. Very strange. Who wanted the scoop? She wasn't very believing. Oh yeah. I mean, every news story mm. sounds, you know, crazy until it's proven factual. <clears throat> very true. Why not just let it be? In the thing, Whippoorwill was just trying to get like a a story for like main main schedule, and uh, while they're discussing the stories, they go about the the police chief cutting down crime or something. And then uh, April appears, and she wants to basically... She has, like, a little uh, thing in front of everyone saying, like, I've got this story. You have to run with it. So she basically says, like, I was at this last night, and uh, I was with the Foot Clan. Then this vigilante appeared, and he saved the day, basically. And she says, okay, so this is what we go with. She basically says, okay, what have you got for evidence? And she's basically got nothing. She left this field with no job, didn't she, April? Yeah. She never got a new job. Nah, nah. Sucks, it? it does. I'm just thinking it just didn't work out well for her. Yeah. yeah, she didn't have a great time in this film, to be fair, compared with the original. Well, I thought uh, at the end of the film it would have been cool if obviously she had a story. Yeah. And they ran with it, and the guy who was being a dick was like empty his office, and she <clears> was getting. Yeah, but I'm in a good one. Kind of a. Rather than just. She's just scrounging off the same things the turtles are, oh. really. Yeah. I mean. Again, the two Aprils are very different in this one because in the original she's kind of already you know, a kind of a big news presenter. Or in this one she's kind of like at the bottom of the chain, trying to work her way up. Oh, well, she ain't had an affair, is she? <laughs> That's true with the bosses. With the That's boss. the, the big difference in this. Massive difference. So uh, next is the basically the news article, uh, well, the basic the main story, what they were talking about earlier, and this is where you see the. Uh, is his name? Um, it's gonna be really bad. Uh, Sax, wasn't it? Yeah. Eric Sax, that was his name. He was played by William Fishner, which is actually one of my favourite actors. He's in, he's in a lot of good stuff. Dude. Like, yeah. I, li- I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's one of my favourites. Was this the guy on the TV show that um, got crossed with a fly? Was that a different one? Was that Baxter or something? What was the guy? Do you remember in the cartoon, you had the scientist guy who um, got mutated with the fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his name? Oh. So I thought it was this guy for a while. No, 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 no. I know who you're talking about. Um, he was like Shredder's little bitch, and he sort of he kind of fly, and he thought he could all get stand up to Shredder, but he didn't. Oh, I know what you mean. Oh, I've got his name now. Yeah, yeah, but I weren't him. No, no, yeah. no. he always annoyed me in in the in the cartoon. That little uh, fly guy. Flag. So yes, in this uh, next scene is um after that uh, little uh, intro to one of the main characters. You cuts back to your first glimpse. Oh, sorry, would this be your first glimpse? Yeah, it'd be your first glimpse of Shredder, kind of training in his uh, in his uh, one of his places. And he's basically you see his face; he's just covered in scratches and scars and everything. I go, this guy's been had a tough time. He's had a very tough time. Yeah, but obviously the the scars aren't don't have any reason this time. Do no, they? no. In the first one, it was Splinter that caused the the scar on his eye, isn't it? When and he was a tiny one, little rat. Got, yeah, in this one, he's just got scars over. Across his whole face, I should say, and it doesn't actually. No, no. I think it's more like bad guy scars, kind of. Yeah, yeah, messed up face, kind of like that. So I leaped out and I scratched his face. 
<laughs> love Splitter. Yeah, in the in the original, he's so good. Um, the next scene is when um, Michael Fishner or um, Sax, as his name is, is kind of having this massive speech about supporting the police because apparently he's like the main benefactor of the police force in New York. And this is when uh, April kind of goes up and meets him because uh, apparently her and her, his her dad used to work with him. We find out more later. Voldemort, uh, yes, which is something I didn't like about the film, but we've gone to that. Uh, next scene is when um, April and uh, Vernon were in the traffic in the news van, and they see a lot of people running away. So of course April runs towards where everyone's running away from, and yeah. it's kind of made me chuckle. It's a bit, it's a bit dumb, but um, and that, well, it cuts away from that scene and it shows the uh, turtles watching TVs. And uh, Michael Andrew keeps mentioning this uh, cat playing chopsticks with chopsticks. That comes up a few times. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, it had the same effect on me, but <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm happy it made you happy. Thank you. Oh, uh, yes, the next scene is when um, April there's goes... There's there only one scene in this film that you piss myself laughing. What? That's near the end, so I get it. I, I think I know. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> oh, okay, I think I know, but I won't say anything. <laughs> yeah, but that was hilarious. <laughs> if, it, if it's the scene I'm thinking about, yeah, it's my favourite scene from this. But well, we'll get to that near the end it's the same scene that it shows he didn't really like this film <laughs> um so yeah april goes down to the subway where everyone's been running away kind of a suppose kind of a semi-similar scene to the original she gets caught by one of the foot clan and they're basically planting um explosives and kind of holding hostages because they want the um the vigilantes to come out and as that happens um april gets out her phone and starts taking pictures for some stupid reason what is a stupid reason because their phone's shit <laughs> yeah it's bad that's yeah. what makes it a stupid reason. Yeah. So yeah, so she starts taking pictures of a terrible phone and the subway train comes. As that happens, all these turtles jump off and start having a... Well, basically mess up the foot. Like. Yep. And uh, basically, what you don't see, but in the meantime, while they're messing up, they all get tied up to the wall, which is very quick. They then ninjutsu artists so they can get away with anything. The ninja way. The ninja way. So yeah, they, uh, they escape through like... Um, some sort of shoot, some yellow shoot. I can't remember what it's called. Um, so she gets a smart idea of having a look around to see where it goes. So she finds a yellow shoot and she looks up and she... don't know if she hears voices, but she decides to go up the fire exit anyway. And as she gets like to the very top of this fire exit, the very top of this building, she sees the uh, turtles kind of celebrating. And she takes a picture of them with a horrible phone. And they just all freeze as they're high-fiving each other. I suppose they're not high-fiving, are they? They've only got three fingers. Three fingers. Yeah. So there. High freeing, which doesn't mm-hmm. sound as anywhere. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. uh, so yeah. that is like, what was that? And they basically say, someone took a picture of us. So um, as that happens, uh, one of them takes a phone off her, and this is where Raphael appears, and he's basically trying to do a Batman impression. He even says it himself. Yeah. <laughs> trying to be like, yeah, he's trying to be like really menacing. And Leonardo comes, Leonardo comes in and say like, you can stop being Batman now. Pretty much. Yeah. So she she's um she's she basically ends up uh, uh Michelangelo pops her around while she's frightened, takes off his mask, and she basically faints after that. I don't know why, but in this film, I know that they're obviously CGI and that, but I found their faces really weird compared to the uh, original. Cause, yeah, I love the outfits in the original. Yeah, they, I think the outfits in the original were really close to how they looked in the animated yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Whereas in this I know, one, I know they they've gone they they obviously went more CGA because you can not um, CGI because you can obviously oh, the martial arts martial arts side of things they could yeah. you know do, they, flexible. Well, they could do a lot you more. say that, but they were actors with a massive turtle shell. If you see the behind the scenes stuff, they're actually just actors with massive shells on their back, covered in uh, little dots and stuff. 
Yeah, you're on about the remake. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, 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 but okay, so you're telling me they're jumping off the crane and everything like that, yeah? I saw CGI, no, 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 right? no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, but like in these scenes, they're actually just actors standing there, but they, they because they got all the stuff on, they just yeah. edit over. Because I, I, I appreciate the original one when it came to the martial arts, because that was genuinely what they were doing, oh, right? yes. you know? The little spin kicks or whatever it wasn't as far-fetched as the remake but, but it still it looked good it's, yeah. it looked good in the original because you could quite say the obviously you knew they were in suits yeah. but they were actually doing it yeah like the skateboard yeah. things and all that yeah yeah, yeah I, I did felt when they were going in the sewers and all that it was just cgi for the sake of doing it yeah but it was so over the top so she faints so she wakes up and they're kind of all in her face Kind of with his with their stolen contraptions and everything because you know like i said earlier how did they get all this stuff um yeah. retinal scanners and just every bit of everything uh, so at this point um she when she wake up raphael's got a phone and she says i'm gonna break it oh sorry he says i'm gonna break it and he says like oh so they just wipe her phone in the end so yeah, I was, I think that's, sorry sorry yeah. oh oh ooh. continue ooh. Ooh. god ooh. i don't have a point after all that <laughs> yes, that, yeah. Sometimes I struggle with my phone. How do they even unlock her phone? I suppose he's hacked it into it. But yeah, like, their thumbs or their fingers are so big, you just press all the keys at once or the whole screen it's, at once. It's a mobile phone. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just ripping holes for the sake of it. There's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> and they had a problem in the uh, original because they weren't really a thing back then. But no, um, so your next scene is kind of they're all jumping away and April Neil takes one last picture of them. Yeah, she's a cheeky bitch, isn't she? She is, <laughs> yeah. She never gives up. They should have smashed the phone, to be honest. No, yeah. I thought that would have been the end of April now. Uh, next scene is when April's... Well, no, as earlier on, she hears their names. So she she remembers their names, like Michael, Andrew, Dante and all that. I thought mm-hmm. she was quite obvious with her plan there. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing, Leonardo? Leonardo, Raphael. Oh, another thing that I noticed with April O'Neill, going back to um, the office scene with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. No one called her April, everyone called her O'Neill. Yeah. I didn't understand that. Yeah. Mm. So April's a nice name. I thought she would have got called. A yeah, bit strange. O'Neill. Yeah. She's O'Neill, apparently. Um, yeah, so she re- she remembers their names. So she she thinks she's heard them before, so she goes looking and she finds like an old video recording of her as a little kid. So yeah, it's basically a recording of um, her going around this lab. You see a sax there and her dad. Uh, you, see, you see Splinter, you see the four turtles. It's a bit of a strange thing, isn't it, to experiment on four turtles and a rat. Yeah, I don't know what actually went through their heads to when they in the laboratory, what yeah. went through their minds to experiment on just the rat and four turtles. I, I'm sure there was a little... I'm sure there could have been something else in Skinny Boots. I want to go through your mind. If they're in cahoots here, that they seem to have been. Yeah. Shredder, why would they allow this girl to film it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're clearly all in, you know, the same thing. Very true. So why? But I suppose the story would have been weird. But yeah, they were um, her pet. And they have their painted colours on the back. Little dot on them, like purple for Donatello and all that. Yeah, assume. So in that scene, um, it's kind of showing how strong the turtles were, because one of them smashes the glass or something, and that's like flashbacks in, I suppose. Then this is when uh, Paul's favourite character, her roommate, I want no, 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 the her oh. roommate brings her mum. Oh, what bit. another point, Joey? What another pointless fucking scene? What is the point of her existence? Um. I was like. She basically just rings her mum and says, "I want to go home." Like, I suppose, it's like they just, it's like they just put her in there just to make her seem more crazy. 
It's like, this is just a normal person, and this is just some crazy one. But again, it, it would have quite been exactly the same if she was included in the film. Well, yeah, she could have been talking to herself. Mm. You didn't need somewhere, someone again to sort of dive in and just not believe her. It's like, all right, we get it. It's not a believable thing. But stop telling us that the film we're watching isn't believable. Yeah. <laughs> Let me fucking believe it. It's almost like they try to make it too much in our universe where this is, there's no way this could happen. Yeah. You know, it'd be like if you had a Marvel film and the whole time they were just like, nah, that can't be real. What you're telling me is just complete rubbish. There's no <laughs> way this is happening. Yeah. They, don't, they just accept it that it is happening. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, See, so yeah, in the next scene, after that she goes a bit crazy, uh, the turtles basically sneak back into their home and they're basically saying shh, 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 like trying to shush each other because they don't splinter there. And what does he do? He appears behind them. And what does he say? You're now... He basically... Oh, no, before that, he attacks him with his tail, which is apparently 13 feet long or something stupid like that. Because he's just yeah. standing there, and his tail is just stretching and knocking them all over. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's like halfway across the room. Bear in mind, it's all self-taught. Yes, self-taught. <laughs> and what was it? We're all going to the... Hushi? Hushi, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Hushi. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. It was something like that. Um, so, yeah. So they're all getting punished. Uh, next scene is when um, April's are back at work trying to convince um, boss Whoopi Goldberg that her second story... Second time around. Yeah, second time around. Her story is like, this has to be done. And she's basically saying to her that the vigilantes are giant turtles. And this is basically where she gets sacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Whoopi Goldberg's had enough. And she just fires her. I mean, when you look at it, it just couldn't have gone worse, really, could it? Nah, I mean, and sorry. That's like, even at the end, she's still not allowed to tell this great story. <laughs> yeah, to keep the turtles hidden. Well, yeah. So, yeah, so she's well, lost her job. She's kind of upset. And she goes out and you've got uh, Vernon trying to... Uh, well, he, he, she wants to go to um, Sack's place, doesn't she? So she's trying to convince him to go. They like, go, oh, no, I can't take the news van. But anyway, she, she takes the news van. Meanwhile, uh, they're in the... What was it, Michael, again, sorry? Hushi. Hushi. Hushi or something. And I think you've got like some one of Leonardo balancing eggs on chopsticks or something. You've got uh, Michelangelo standing upside down on the chair. You've got Donatello kind of spinning around trying to play ping pong. And you've got like Raphael kind of on a little tricycle thing. But apparently they've been doing it for like eleven hours straight. <clears throat> I mean, can we um, we take a moment to say what a dick splinter is? Oh, yes. Hey, Splinter, he was having a little joke whilst they were all doing that, though, mate. Splinter's always dicks. In the original, is this cool kind of everyone just fucking made let's get through this. This guy's beating the shit out of them, blackmailing one of them into, like, grassing the others. (laughs) He's just a dick. Considering they're only 15 as well. Well, yeah. But Splinter's only about 15 as well, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. No. Wait, Splinter's way older than them, ain't he? Uh-uh, they're all pets together, you Remember, they? in this film, they all grew up together, didn't they, in the, in the, um... Yeah, in the remake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the remake, weird. yeah. Oh, shit, they did. Yeah. Was that not older? Oh, okay, nah, yeah. okay. Totally. And this is, uh, the scene where you get the, uh, the Pizza Hut pizza with, like, 98 cheeses on, because he's trying to tempt them to... Because, basically, they're not saying what they did last night, whatever, and he's trying to get out of them, but they're all saying no. As so, Margaret... Oh, it looked like a good margarita. It did. Although I doubt I had 96 cheeses on whatever it, number it was. It might not. No, it wasn't the ultimate cheese pizza, as he likes to say. It's like shit, though, if there's too many cheeses on there. Yeah. Just... Do you not like extra cheesy pizza, Paul? Yeah, but not with 96 different cheeses. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that would... Just... 
I don't even know what the, yeah, that would be horrible. Pineapple pizza. I love no. them. No, you gotta ask yourself. You're fucking sick in the head. If this pizza was that good, Pizza Hut would have made it, no? Yeah, you would have thought so. Yeah. To be fair, probably at the time they did probably have like some sort of turtles limited like, edition what pizza. Think, what do you think actually happened? Like obviously Pizza Hut secured it I think when I read up it quickly it was like yeah. a twenty million dollar deal. Yeah. But then Domino's they allowed them to eat Domino's on set. The turtles were allowed to eat Domino's. Why? That, yeah, from why, from when you guys told me earlier on about this, yeah. I thought I had a little like, read of it. And I was just like, they, Pizza Hut secured a £20 million contract for the advertising, merchandising and everything like that. But then they allowed Domino's to let the turtles eat Domino's pizza. I can only assume that was already done. Yeah. I thought they secured advertising once the film was made or something. Oh, yeah. after. Okay. Yeah, it must have been after because the budget... Actually, I'll quickly de- uh, dig into this. The budget for the original film was uh, $13.5 million. Which is very low. Yes. Well, um, is it well it's low because it's... Yeah, it's still low. It, uh, not, it. not forgetting, this is an independent film, mind you. Oh, okay, yeah. For an in- yeah, okay, okay, yeah. 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 This was independently funded. No big uh, production companies behind it. Well, I suppose, yeah, big production, but no big, like, name, like... Yeah yeah, of yeah, yeah. But it was actually, for a very long time, up until recently, it was one of the biggest uh, independent film like successes because it made $201 million at the box office. That's a huge profit, man. Yeah. They, in Blockbuster, that's huge. For, yeah, yeah, that's a big turnover, man. <laughs> I, think, I, think it, I, I think it got to about the ninth highest grossing in 1990 or something. It was the second highest... At the time, it was the second highest grossing independent film of all time. But yeah, from $13 million to 201 that's a big turnover. That's why they made two sequels. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, whereas the the remake, a much bigger budget of $125 million, uh, which would probably have spent more on CGI than anything else, uh, made a box office uh, profit of... Well, that's the box office of $493 million. Oh, uh, yeah. So, well, that's it. Yeah, it made $493 million at the box office. So, I mean, it's not as big as on the scale as... I mean, it still made a lot of money, but nowhere near as big as the different scale as the original. Yeah. So, he's tempting them with... Domino's Pizza. He's tempting them with a Pizza Hut Pizza. And Michael Andrew gives in and basically says, well, they did last night. And I'll end it there because we're same period. Original. So, going back to the original now. Uh, We left off when um, Danny and his dad were driving... Down yeah, New York. Oh. And his son, being his son, jumps out of the car and runs off. I don't know, because he's had enough of his dad, apparently. He's just a nightmare kid, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's just such a little spoiled brat. So after that, uh, this is where you see all the uh, and that uh, play uh, arcade machines and all that stuff. So yeah, they're kind of enjoying themselves. Yep. It's kind of like a, uh, that's a, bit, a bit weird. And then you've got this, uh, the guy... What's his name? Tatsu, isn't it? It's like Splinter's... Uh, sorry, not Splinter. Shredder's. Tatsu. Tatsu. Tatsu's the... Tatsu's the... Um, Second the one that's underneath Shredder. Yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Tatsu. you got Tatsu walking about and they're basically... He's basically trying to toughen them up and he's having like a little uh, fighting duel with them. Trying to get his... Uh, I suppose trying to train them up to be soldiers for the Foot Clan. And this is where you see... The mighty Shredder walking past. And do you know in the scene, going back to it, Paul, this, I think yeah. this is one of the only scenes that he actually has a cape. He has like this weird like silvery black cape as he's walking through his um, troops. Yeah, I just think he needed the cape. Yeah, because he didn't keep it on for very long. In, no. fact, in fact, I think in this scene, like, uh, 
kind of where he takes it off. But yeah, it was it was bizarre. Yes, and this is basically that kind of initiation initiation ceremony where it's like a splinter. Well, I keep saying splinter. Shredder kind of like making more members of the Foot Clan. And this is where you get to see um in the next scene is when you get to see Splinter. <laughs> Actual Splinter this time, kind of chained to a wall and kind of all beaten up and horrible. Feel sad for him. It's like he's been tortured, but they didn't show you the torture. Yes, side. yeah, because it's a kid's film at the end of the day. Yeah. In the in the comic books, because like I'm not saying I've read many comics yeah. from the 80s and that, but I actually did later in life read a bit of the comics of the Turtles, and they were a lot darker in the comics. They were darker, and also they were yeah, there were scenes there was there was there was stuff in the comics that like people were dead. Oh really? <laughs> they, no, they, they were dead. Like you know, you seen them dead. Well, you thought... this they didn't show you any. Well, you would have thought that because like some of the weapons the Turtles are using like swords. Yeah, are deadly. Oh, they... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what else is deadly? What? Infected splinter. Uh, right, so yeah, in this scene, basically, Shredder's saying, like, do you any of you know where these turtles are? And of course, Danny puts his hand up. So yeah, getting even worse as a character. Um, next scene is when the turtles are around the kind of April's house, and uh, Michelangelo's watching the TV, and he's basically saying, I'm in love. He likes her. And she's basically saying, like, uh, I've been helped by these individuals. I can't really say who they are, but she's, I think she says, like, one of their names in the TV. Then they go on about, um, okay, this is when they have the discussion about what they're going to do now because there's no splinter, they haven't got a leader. Then this is where Raphael and Leonardo kind of have a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of an argument about who's going to be leader. Because they're a bit, they both want to be leader, basically, so, uh. So Raphael's enough, he's not accepting it, and he basically walks off in a hump. I felt they were both being disrespectful here. Oh, yeah. I mean, Splinter's not dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they already want to jump in his grave. Well, do you know what I mean? Let's have a sit there and think, how the fuck are we going to get Splinter? Not worry about who's going to be the leader. <laughs> They've got their priorities all wrong. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so once uh, basically Raphael has gone up to the rooftop to get out his anger and stuff, his little starts doing his little moves and everything and conveniently Casey Jones is on a building somewhere on the rooftop and he has a large pair of binoculars with him for some reason and he sees uh, Raphael um, kind of doing this and as he's watching it uh, a bunch of Foot Clan kind of come up behind him and kind of sort of jump in can we just refer to him as the Foot the Foot <laughs> yes yeah I just thought uh, the Foot Clan just I just think let's just get the Foot okay the Foot thank you that's okay I'll remember that for future <laughs> So as the foot are trying to beat up Raphael, in the meantime, all the turtles are watching like a, uh, the rest of them are kind of watching a cartoon or something, I can't remember, and April walks in. And basically, Raphael is basically getting outnumbered by the foot. He's like, he's surrounded by like 30 or 40 of them. And um, they kind of, in April's apartment, they kind of go around and she shows them this weird room in her house, or kind of like a bunch of old stuff. Don't know where this room came from or whatever. But her apartment's pretty big. Like it's, it's got above a, few... a shop. She was showing in the shop underneath. Oh, it's a shop. Sorry, yeah, I missed that bit. She lives above the antique shop. Though, That's so. right. Yeah, yeah. And it's her dad's, but he's dead. But she don't want to get rid of it. Ah, uh, that yeah. That makes sense now. No, I missed that bit. The it's whole just, film it's makes sense. Funny because obviously in the remake she got fired. Yep. But then she could get fired because she had that to fall back on. Yeah, whole business. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, as she's um, taking them upstairs to have a look around, they uh, throw Donatello through, like, the sky window or something, and he crashes down. They're all surrounded by the foot. And this is, if you're from Britain, one of the scenes they banned from... Well, didn't ban, they had to cut because of censorship and all that. And uh, all the foot surrounding them, 
There's one with uh, nunchucks, because in Britain around the 90s, anything to do with nunchucks was banned on media and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So they had to cut the scene from, or they had to edit the scene. And basically they have um, a little... Um, rope thing, right? He yeah, had yeah. It was a rope little... Whatever yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I don't know. It was bad. So, yeah. So one of yeah, the um, that. Yeah, strange. So one of the uh, the foot gets out his nunchucks and he starts waving them about. Then Michelangelo does it, kind of having a a nunchuck off, as it were. And then yeah, he kind of well, while he's like spinning his nunchuck around, the nunchuck just flies around and they start fighting. So, yeah, it's just a nice fight scene. You have some spinning turtles. Someone spit at one of the turtles spits at them. And uh, yeah, so they uh. You can see when well, his, his head gets dumped into the fish tank. <laughs> 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 his head gets stuck in the fish tank and he spits out. And when he gets out, he spits on him. Yeah, yeah as, so, you as you do. So they're basically, through this whole fight scene, they basically rack the shop. It's a big mess. And uh, at this point, um, Raphael's basically out of it. He's, uh, he's missing an action because he's just so injured. And as they're kind of struggling, Casey June appears. Casey Jones? Is that his? No, I said it wrong. What's... Casey Jones. It's Casey Jones. <laughs> Casey Jones? It's like, who's Casey Jones? <laughs> Casey Jones appears yeah. to save the day. And he does, basically. Although, well, he kind of does and doesn't because the shop ends up getting set on fire and it kind of pretty much burns down and they have to escape quickly. So, yeah, they escape in a Volkswagen. One of those old Volkswagen van things. And while that's happening, you have little um, Danny boy watching yeah. it all happen, kind of crying to himself because the shop sets on fire. So it's like, oh, why, why? Yeah, I mean, probably felt guilty, to be honest. At this point, you thought, he must have some guilt in him. He's done yeah. so much. I just think he's trouble. Yeah, he's a bad, bad boy, as we find out. I suppose he's done so many bad things now. He's a dick. Say it like you say it. The guy's a dick. Fun times. He's trying to play everyone. Including himself. Playing himself. Probably so, splitting out of his foot. Yeah. Man. Uh, so, next... <laughs> next scene is when they kind of... After, obviously, that big fire happened and the, the house was burnt down. Well, sorry, the shop and our house was burnt down. They have to drive off and they fight. Is it... It's, it's, like a house that's been left in a family, so next year hasn't been two years in, like, been for, been to see in the years, so it's kind of like run down and everything. It's a pretty nice house, pretty big. Um, and they're basically saying like the car's broken down, we can't go anywhere at the moment. At this point, Raphael's still like wounded, he's still like uh, unconscious. And um, it's weird, uh, I feel this is a weird, a little, a little weird part of the film. It's kind of where the ill slows down, and you've got April um, drawing the. Um, the turtles, kind of, you don't hear her speak, but you kind of hear her thoughts, as it were, about what the turtles are doing, like, Donatella's made yeah. friends with Casey, and stuff, just stuff like that, really. Yeah. I don't know what this, I suppose it just adds, like, more character to each of the turtles. I love the fact that they just left uh, Raphael just lying in a bathtub. Yeah. With a little bit of water in to help him out. Yeah, he looked like he had a heavy night. Very heavy night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, so she's doing drawings and that. And her and Casey have a little bit of um he calls her toots or something and he, he she doesn't like it. Yeah, what would you like being called toots? Your sweet toots. Get your ass over here, man. Shake that lump. I sound like sweet tits. <laughs> I no, I, I it's my accent. It's my accent. I said sweet toots. That's what they all say. Sweet tits. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's your filthy imagination. That's your filthy imagination. Sweet tits, get over here. That just sounds yeah. Creepy. Um, yeah, so after exactly. that happens ah. Raphael wakes up. <clears throat> uh oh. Oh 
Yeah, he's he's alive. And another little bit of strange scene, I thought. Yeah, as he's like waking up, you see it cuts to um, Donatello and uh, uh, April just holding hands randomly. Oh. And uh, yeah, Raphael's kind of like, oh, what's happening here? So and basically the next next few scenes is them kind of training, kind of getting ready to go back and save. Well, no, at this Please. point. No, at this point they, they they still think he's dead or something. But this is when um is it Leonardo, Raphael, one of them have a um have a vision of Splinter when he's like meditating or something. Mm-hmm. But they all did. Oh, it was uh, Michael. They all did. Like, it was every single. No, one no, 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 no. Yeah, I was just going to say that it wasn't just selected. It, it was all of them. No, no, yeah, no, no, that no. fire one. This was when Michelangelo was outside. Yeah, yeah. This was always by himself. Then he basically goes back to tell everyone that. Oh, well, I know Spinter's still alive. He says like, "Why? How?" And basically, like, so they'll go around the fire, and this is when they uh, they all have the same vision. Mm. So, yeah, so they all realize uh, Spinter's alive. Well, it's kind of it's kind of reminds me of a little scene from Star Wars at the end of uh, Episode Six. He was kind of when all the ghosts appear and everything they're around the fire kind of a similar scene like that um so yeah we're having this vision of splinter he's kind of telling them what to do where he is so yeah they basically they get a little bit emotional next day wake up and they're pretty much ready to go so yeah so so yeah so they go back to the new york and they go down the sewer and this is where casey is for some reason doesn't want to go down so he's scared of it but anyway they're forcing down the sewer they go back to their own home. And as they kind of go around, you've got the Danny just hiding in a wardrobe for some reason. God, he's a splinter in the old backside, isn't he? He is. <laughs> so, yeah, so Danny's just waiting for someone to appear and he's like, What have I done? You, uh. Well, she goes to ring his dad, he's like, No, 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 no. But yeah, basically, Danny gets them into, well, he gets Casey in that into the, uh. Shows them where they all are, basically. And, uh, but, and he says, like, another funny scene, I suppose it's funny, um, where he said that he ordered pizza, like, a few days ago. But as they're all down and enjoying themselves in the, um, in the little sewer home, uh, you got Casey trying to sleep in his van because he refuses to sleep down. Mm. And, um, this is where Danny kind of, well, all asleep, kind of Danny walks off and goes, well, yeah, he goes back to, um, the base, the hideout of the, uh, the foot. And this is where Casey sees him walk off, so he decides to follow him. Yeah. yeah. As he's uh, walking around, kind of Casey's around there. And uh, this is where Danny kind of goes back to Splinter and starts speaking to him again. Just talking about having a family. And this is the scene, my another great scene of Splinter as a little, a little rat, watching his master. And him, him in his little cage, little bird cage, doing his little moves. Great scene. It, I mean, it is, but it's just... Yeah. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. Well, it doesn't, yeah. but it is, it is great. It makes the film. Well, yeah, it's the thing. You just accept it for what it is. I accept it. Yeah, I think we all accept it. A rat watching his owner do martial arts, so he decides, well, you know what? I'm going to copy him. Sends <laughs> up two, two paws and just starts doing martial arts. But yeah, why not? And basically, the reason this Shredder's so evil and all that stuff is his master and Shredder kind of had a, like a, a love, a lover's war, as it were. His master was with a girl and Shredder liked her and he's like, oh no, you can't, if I can't be together, so he kills her. Mm. Then he kills the master. And then as he tries to kill, or as he, as he attacks his master, the rat jumps out and bites him on the face and scratch. And then this is where he um, cuts part of his ear off as well. Spencer's ear gets chopped off, hence why he's missing half an ear. It didn't kill him though. Yeah, but it, it didn't exp- it didn't in the remake did yep. Splinter he also had just one ear, right? No, no, yeah, two ears. Oh he had two ears, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. in the comic and in the animated he was, his ear was either cat or missing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
<coughs> okay. Yeah. So as 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 he basically explains his backstory, um, Casey steals, well, knocks out one of the foots and steals his uniform. Meantime. Uh, Shredder appears, and he sees that Danny is talking to uh, Splinter, and he goes, reaches for Dan's back pocket, and he's got a picture of the turtles. And this is where he realizes um, they're still alive, so they're going to immobilize the troops. And at that point, Splinter says, kill the rat. So Danny uh, meets up with uh, meets up with Thingamajiggy, uh, Casey, and they go and save Splinter. Yeah. In the meantime, pretty much all the foots go down to the sewers and start... Well, they tried to surprise the turtles, but the turtles kind of prepared. They basically knocked most of them out, but it's, again, another massive fight scene. Yeah, it's just a big fight scene, isn't it? Yeah. Then you've got Casey and Danny kind of rescuing, trying to rescue Splinter, and at that point, the rest of the foot appear with the second-in-command guy. Yeah. Clan. The clan. No, not the clan. Whoa, fucking hell, Nick. <laughs> Damn, that was a slip. Yep. But yeah, so basically two parallel big fight scenes. Although I, the Casey versus the second command was pretty good. The kind of the guy was beating him up, beating Casey up. He knocks him over and then he sees a golf club. So he hits him with a golf club and he he's, he hits him so hard he goes flying across the room. You know what I didn't like about this scene? What? And what it teaches young youths of that era. Yeah. Hit people with a gold club? Nah, nah, nah. I thought it taught how the guy came and was kicking his back, yeah, fist and legs, right? And then it taught little kids or it just taught people. But yeah, it's perfectly sensible in a one-on-one fight to go get a weapon and just beat this shit into the guy, yeah? I'm just like, well, that's not exactly fair fighting now, is it? He's kind of a cheat in a way. That's when I lost respect for Quince, Quincy Jones. But, Casey but. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Quincy. If, so, yeah. if someone's beating you up, yet they continue to hit, they've won the fight. So it's, is it more out of order for you to level the playing field from being beaten the shit out of by using a weapon, or for them to continue beating the shit out of you even though they've won? I suppose it depends if it's like street yeah. rules or not. You make a point there, but I just, I don't know. I'd, um... If I knew someone was going to continue punching me in the face, and there was a metal bar beside me, I'd hit around the head with it. If I knew yeah, they were going to keep punching me in the face, i think, no, mate, that's not fair. You've won the fight. You know? Okay, now you you do have a valid point there. You do have a valid point. And to be fair, in this film, I'm with I'm with Quincy. I don't know why. <laughs> Quincy, Quincy, yeah. And to be fair, with Casey in this film, the only things he uses he is actual Casey. weapons. I know, right? Casey only... and Jojo. Oh my life. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah, in this film he only uses weapons. He doesn't really use his fist. He's always got a weapon, whether it be a baseball bat, hockey stick, cricket, or a golf club in this case. Yeah. And yeah, that's and then it basically just cuts to the turtles skateboarding through the sewers, hit hit uh, fighting the foot. Again, it's just a massive fight scene. And um, next scene is when one of the uh, the youths decides like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you just letting him win? And it's like the other user's like, no, you can't do anything. And this is where Splinter appears and kind of goes all um, goes all wise on them. And it's like they don't really do anything. They kind of let them go, as it were. And in the meantime, they basically bring the the turtles bring the fight out onto the street. Oh yes, they do. Oh yes, they do. And they go up some fire exits. They use the whole of the building rooftops and just everything they're everywhere because it's their jungle it's Tis. their fucking playground as they know how to fight there then out of nowhere shredder appears he seems to drop from the sky <laughs> literally he drops from the sky and i must admit like we said earlier like his costume <laughs> is the manniest costume out of all of them really doesn't suit him in this film like uh, well, well bear in mind like costume design wasn't too 
to out there like it is just now. As as you guys as you guys as you guys says earlier on, the costume as a shredder in the new film, it's a little bit too like it's too much, right? Yeah. It's too much. But in the original, it is kind of a bit shit how he's only got the shoulder stuff and a few blades on his arms. In the new, in the new one. The turtles yeah. are so much stronger. Shredder needed the big costume to be able to fight them. So actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, I agree with that. Nice point. And it looks more like the cartoon in the comic book. What, what, what? The new Shredder? No, he doesn't. Do you remember the, the original fuck? cartoon Shredder? I remember the cartoon. He wore a metal armor suit. Yeah, he had a cape on and it was like a um, purplish color kind of thing, wasn't yeah. it? What was you going to say, Paul? Um, yeah, he just needed a cape. Yeah, the, the cape. So he, he had it in one scene, and that was it. It was gone for the rest of the film. Wait, yeah. that's the scene. That's the freaking scene where what's what's the the other Asian dude in it? Yeah, it yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the best scene in the film. That's the scene where he 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 had the cape over the blades, right? That's right. And then yeah, yeah. He the guy came behind him to yeah. remove it just so the blades would be showing on either shoulder. That's right. right? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. best scene in the whole film. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah. So a spinter appears. Sorry. Shredder appears. Shredder's always out of nowhere. His helmet looks good. His shoulder stuff looks good. Like, the things he's got in his arm with the blades look good. But the rest of his costume is just bright red graffiti thing. It doesn't really suit him. But anyway. So yeah, so they basically have a massive fight with him. And they... Every time they go and attack him, they just get knocked to the floor, the turtles. And it's kind of a strange scene. Once he's knocked them all to the floor, the turtles regather. And Shredder's just standing there, letting them talk to each other. Like, he doesn't go and attack. Well, it couldn't. There was four on one if you went too close, and they had to time it right. Yeah, that's true. I suppose knowing your weaknesses. And... But yeah, yeah, he completely destroyed them over and over again. They kept getting knocked to the floor. He was uh, a bit too powerful for them. Or it seemed they just... I suppose they were teenagers. They were 15, so, you know. Yeah. Although, I think Leonardo, one of them, gets a, uh, a slice on his arm at some point during the fight. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they all get their weapons knocked away as well. Oh, no. Um, I can't remember which one gets caught, but one of the, he doesn't uh, Shredder capture one of them, and he says, like, drop all your weapons, so they throw their weapons away. And um, one of the nunchucks, like, lands on the stairs or something? It, it, yeah, on the little little notch bit, and yeah, it gets yeah, stuck yeah. in it. It's yeah, not yeah. still... Um, ste- um, ladder, step ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And as that happens, uh, good old uh, Splinter appears. Yeah. And this is the big reveal of the, uh, the, the scars on uh, Shredder's face. He basically says, I'll finish what I started, so I should have killed you then, kind of thing. A little so, bit Yeah, a little bit. It's only a rat at the end of the day. Um, it's only a splinter. And so, yeah, so um, Shredder runs that uh, splinter with, like, a massive, like, kind of almost like a javelin pole thing he's got yeah. as a weapon. As he's running, splinter grabs the nunchucks and kind of does something weird with him, kind of flicks him about and kind of knocks him over the edge and just holds him there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he basically, they have a little discussion. And he basically falls, uh, sort of falls down into like a garbage truck and gets crushed by Casey. And then you get to see the helmet get crushed. Yeah, I mean, again, it's that was a bit spiteful, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That's a horrible way to die. Not only do you stink, you get to slowly die. Well, you assume he's dead. Juices are in few yes. rubbish juices. <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst type of juices so, yeah. so in the next scene um, the police arrive uh, Dan is there and he gives the money back to April the $20 he had yeah. his dad's rather happy to see him and of course he goes straight over to April to try and get her back onto the uh, the news team and then the uh, the police chairman kind of goes around and starts talking to all the youth and that's like what's going on mm. 
Then they have like a little romantic scene between April and Casey. They have a little kiss. And um, yes, this is this is the scene when they say the word. So they're kind of all celebrating and they want to find a word to kind of like shout out. So they go over there's loads of different words like. And then Splinter says something. He says like, like one word I've always liked. And what does he say? Cowabunga dude. Oh, he doesn't say dude. Cowabunga dude. Yeah, he says Cowabunga. And they all like cheer Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Smile, is that again? <laughs> Calabunga. Is it not Cowabunga? Cowabunga. Yeah, it's not Calabunga, it's Cowabunga. So it's, well, it'd be C-O-W-A, Cowabunga. Yeah, Cowabunga. Yeah, it's not Cowabunga. I think when I watched the original, I went with Calabunga, yeah. Then I watched the remake and I'm like, am I saying this right? I think it's Cowabunga. Yes, yeah, Cowabunga. Cowabunga, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can get the dude bit, right? Because we all like, dude. Dude. It's a dude bit. Well, yeah. Dad can't say dude. My favourite... Alf- can't I say, Michael? Dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Slow. Yeah, That's so... <laughs> after they do Calabunga... Calabunga, sorry. He, uh, Splinter says my favourite line of the film. He says, I made a funny. And starts laughing. Yeah. But you guys yeah. have never had a rat laugh before. And that was the end of the film. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That's the first one done. T-U-R-T-L-T power. T-U-R-T-L-T <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the first one, first one was good, man. I love yeah. the first film. Just nostalgia at the end of the day. So. They, they had some funny jokes though. They oh, yes. Yeah, the fir- the first one had more jokes in it than the remake did. Yeah. Like there was yeah, a lot much more, more of a comedy. Yeah, or just cheesiness. Whether it was cheesiness, the kind of humor back in the nineties or late eighties, it was just. I only noticed like the remake having a few maybe lines that were funny, but then this one, it was just naturally funny. I came from that era. Well, actually, I didn't because I was just born in that time the film was made. Um, it was just yeah. To me, the, the I actually really enjoyed the first film. It was it was it, it brought back memories watching it again. You know, because I I haven't watched it since the early teens. Oh yeah, before that, it's been a long time since I've seen it, and it, it just reminded me that like these are the type of films like because you had. You had that film, then that you you had other films like um, Power Rangers and all that kind of thing, all that era of time. It was it was good, man. It was good. It was a nice um, rewatch. Does anyone remember the shocking, the terrible Super Mario Brothers live action film? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, the live action one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about yeah, that, that. That's the thing. That I'm was shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, am I correct? No, 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 no. Am, am I making yeah. sure it's the right film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Bear in mind, I used to be a big Mario guy, like playing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I played all of them. Just... All that, but like the film, yeah, they could. Oh. You, yeah. Is that the one where like the what they called the umpers or whatever? Yeah, the, the umpers. Yes. Mm. Fucking awful, wasn't it? This is terrible. Oh, wow, yeah. Fucking hell, that's been a long time. There's no remake of Mario, right? No. no. I was just going to say we should maybe do that, but yeah. Yeah, that is a film. <laughs> oh. I know some shit films. But hey, see, see in this um, in this original one, yeah, there was like a few like mistakes or like um, of other films around that time. We already touched upon um, what was the first one I said? Uh, Ghostbusters, when yep. the person on the telephone was just like, "Who are you gonna call?" And she said it like she said it in that so- song pitch, like. Who you gonna call? And then obviously they said something else, but that was yeah. the Ghostbusters thing, yeah. The next one was pretty obvious because they had posters up, and this was this was actually one of my favourite films in the 90s growing up too. It was a weird film, I don't know if you guys know it, but there was posters of this um, film called Critters, and it's yeah. like these little black alien things, yeah. Oh, you remember it, yeah? 
that was like one of my favorite films in the 90s yeah so when i seen that just now i was just like oh shit um but that was obviously like put in place their advertising that film because i think that's when it came out just a little bit before um and then obviously the turtles did the piss take out of rocky when they were like adrian adrian they took the piss take out of rocky um and then there was one more film after what yeah, well, okay, I totally forgot that. Mm-hmm. But I know there, there was a few references to films and that. Like, and this one, this one was another one-liner. Like, it was another one-liner, just like how they did. Oh, who are you gonna call? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember who it was now. Um, this is why I need to write notes. <laughs> yeah, but now the film, the film for me was like, yeah, I, I, I wish with all the films coming up in our podcasts for the next month it's this is all these films are kind of what the films that i grew up on so i think this is going to be a very nice month ahead yes indeed right on that note let's get back on track right so yeah we left off with april and vernon going to the sax house because she would speak to him find out some more information about the foot so they have like an in-depth conversation about her father and what he did and he, she basically makes a mistake here and shows him a picture of the turtles on her phone. And uh, this is where he shows her his upbringing because he was he, pre- he lived in Japan. He was born in Japan. His father went to Vietnam. He died. So he was brought up by this master that we later find out was uh, Shredder. Yeah. And he's like a dad to him. So he's like only loyal to Shredder, this guy. So yeah, so um, she he gives him a little business card, which we find out later has a tracker on it. So she goes home. Uh, she, her computer's been hacked and it's the turtles. Because they, they uh, see before they Splinter said, oh, she's going to be in danger. So yeah, so they got this. So they basically, she meets them, they put her over, they capture her and take her back to the to their home. And this is where you see uh, Splinter. And it's a bit of a strange because behind him where he's standing, there's this massive wall just loads of like these massive stereo systems. It's the wall of them. It's like, where on earth did they get all these from? Anyway, so yeah, they're basically having a discussion about the guy, uh, Sack, about... Why it was bad to say that the turtles were alive still. And uh, mm-hmm. in the next scene, you've got the um, Sax and uh, Shredder talking about the fact that the turtles are still alive and they can continue on with their program. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's basically the later plan. And so in the next scene, it kind of goes more into the story about Splinter and April talking about when she was a kid. Uh, and they were testing this uh, mutagen on the turtles. Which basically, to put it short, it kind of repairs your body. So if something bad was to happen to you, like a chemical attack or something, it would repair your body. You'd be fine. And yeah, so it they gave go- it, it gave them obviously a little bit more of I didn't discuss yes. before, like a yeah, bit more. Yeah. Stre- it gave them. It's like regenerative powers, strength. Yeah, it makes you stronger. It can heal it your makes wounds. A little bit more intelligent as well. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hence why the turtles are like that, <laughs> and obviously Splinter. So yeah, as they're talking about that, they um, she basically goes back to when she was a kid about how the um, the lab set fire and about how like because Splinter is always said to the turtles like the something about this one spirit that saved us that night, and yeah, they basically says it was April, and they don't kind of believe her. Um, I don't like this story plot. <laughs> Right, <clears throat> the story plot. This is what this is what really pissed me off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Even though this is a little bit like it was a bit like unbelievable in the first one than it the original than it mm. was in the remake. But in the first one, it was you had Splinter growing up in a cage, right? To his 
practicing martial arts to Yoshi, yeah. Um, and then Shredder came along, killed the wife, killed the the master, and then he broke out the cage, gave him a claw on the eye or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah. he went down the sewers, and then that's where he discovered the turtles. The turtles were walking around, whatever. They had, were around radioactive, and then he raised them as his kids kind of thing. They got bigger, blah, blah, blah. In this one, it was just like, it was completely different. It was, even though it was more believable, more believable, but the whole him, I don't know, it just really fucking pissed me off. Like, it felt like um, too convenient, the fact that she was the one that saved the turtles. And saved the turtles from yeah. the fire and everything. I was just like... And the yeah. fact that her dad's involved. Because in the first one, April didn't know nothing about them no, until no, no. the meeting, right? She had nothing to do with them. But she knew in the remake, she knew them from when they were yeah, little. Yeah. Like, you know, when, and in the co- it's not, that's not in the comic book. No, no, no. So. Oh, so many things. It's the fact that she called them like Leonardo, Donatello, and all this. Yeah. Yeah. She named them after painters. Mm-hmm. They remember these names somehow yeah. because they knew that. The language even before like having this stuff so you knew their name and uh, yeah like i said the second one the story is more believable but it's just shit yeah there's just too many coincidences that lines everything up she's this person they learn their ninjas by finding a fucking book in the sewer yeah 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 i mean i know splinter learned it by sitting in his cage <laughs> at least he learned it rather than sitting they're reading the book. He taught himself, and he was the man. And he thought he'd teach them as well. And it's just, um, just felt all a bit too much. Really yeah. did. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Yeah. So uh, I just wasn't a fan. It really wasn't. I don't know why. Because they had... same as me. Same feeling as yeah. me. Yeah, they tried to make it realistic in a sense, as realistic as it could be. And they had it was clever the way they done it. But I mean, it, it just... worked, but it just wasn't good. Yeah, but again, though, like I said before, they just tried to almost humanize it too much. Yeah. Yeah, I actually agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we said before, you know, sometimes cigar is just a cigar. You don't need to have these fucking things. You don't have to go into this, oh, how can we make this a rational explanation? It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Just have it a turtle in the sewer that got hit with some ooze and fucking mutated. I mean, it's a fact. Sorry. It's just quickly. uh, It's a fact they go back and explain this not once, but twice. Because in the opening credits, they explain how the turtles came about. Then halfway through the film, they go through it again. It's like it's almost like they think the audience is dumb or something. Yeah, well, well, I wouldn't say that. Well, just, no, no. Yeah. It's just like it's think, almost like they think it's a kid. Yeah, I think it's dumb in the sense that she goes down there and she's worked out everything that's fucking happened, and then passes out, and he goes, "Look, let me explain to you what happened." And I thought, well, she already fucking knows. But she's got it all over. <laughs> yeah. the he's trying to tell Whoopi Goldberg for fucking twenty minutes what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, yeah. this in. So it's just a crock of shit. It is. <laughs> it does. So I mean, yeah, that happened, and it basically just tells them, like we already know about, how all the uh, turtles grew up, and how, but like Paul said, they find a book, a mm. uh, ninjutsu book, and they learn through ninjutsu. And in one of those scenes, while well, they got pizza, he slices pizza up, and one of the pizza lands on his face, like the old film, kind of like almost a throwback. And yeah, in the next scene, like when they come back to like normal time. Uh, they basically don't believe that April was the spirit that saved them, but then they all start bowing to her. Then the scene happened where you get the reveal of Shredder's suit in the film, yeah. which was, like we said earlier, I mean, yeah, Doug, make a, Doug did make a good point about how the turtles are a lot stronger in this than they are. Well, they appear.
appear to be a lot stronger in this. So I mean, they're bulletproof for instance. So so Isu is kind of like almost over the top for what it should be. I think still it's very very big. A lot of weapons. So yeah. So as they're kind of having that discussion down in the uh, the sewers, the Foot Clan appear. And all their alarms keep tripping on that. And they are told not to kill them, but to use tranquilizers at this point in the movie. Yeah. So as as they um, as they kind of alerted the turtles, um, the foot blow up a wall. And this is where you get to see um, Splinter fight fight the uh, the foot. And this is where basically another big fight scene. Well, I suppose another one of the, the bigger fight scenes. I just I think the problem I have with this is it doesn't seem. It doesn't seem as entertaining because, you know, it's just CGI, whereas in the, obviously, the original, it's actual people doing it. Like, again, like the fight scene with um, Splinter and uh, Shredder, you know it's just CGI, so it's like, uh, at least... It was nothing yeah. really spectacular, was no. it? Yeah, again, because in this fight scene with Splinter and Shredder, the Shredder's suit's so over the top, he's got like 20 million knives that just shoot out from everywhere. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It just it just seems a bit over the top. Then it gets stuck on walls, but they can go back into his suit and just like oh, they magnetize what's going on. Then it does. Yeah, they, I think they were magnetized because he yeah, had that yeah. little he powered it on or something his suit, and they all of a sudden came back. To That's it, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some sort of magnetized. Then they kept doing because obviously this film was released in 3D. They kept doing these like slow motion scenes where things would go towards you and all that. Yeah, I thought um, the yeah, splinter was fucked in the scene. Oh yeah, there's nothing he could do. <laughs> I thought it was gonna die. To be honest with you, I mean, this guy you got to think, guy's in a beastly suit, proper trains, mm. knives coming out of his fucking ass mm. against some oversized rat that learned for a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, this guy's pretty much been training the whole of his life. Yeah. This guy's never practiced nothing against it apart from a bunch of fucking 15-year-olds who only learnt what he's taught them, so he's bound to be better. He's all learnt it from a bunch of fucking pictures on a book. He's, so, like, a, he's like a really bad Yoda in that sense. But he was just up shit street, wasn't he? He's fucked. I mean, he's only 16 himself. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Maybe pushing to 17, but we'll go for 16. He's had to teach himself how to read. Yeah. And then he's had to teach himself how to read a book. And there's just so many things that are going against him for this situation. Yeah. So, he... so yeah, as he's uh, having a one-on-one with Shredder, the fight continues. He decides like he's not going to win this, and he doesn't want Shredder to get to the tile, so he, he locks all the doors basically. Locks all the doors, and Shredder's like, "No, uh, sorry, Spinner's like, no, leave me." But they um, they mistakenly open the gate. He says, "If you if you want the the rat to live, um, drop your weapons." So they drop their weapons, and he punches them. Um, Splinter in the stomach, and then they yeah. all struggle. And then they have captured uh, three of the turtles. Meanwhile, and when that fight was happening, uh, Raphael, the uh, explosion happened, he got stuck under some rubble, and they think he's dead at this point. To be fair, I didn't even notice he wasn't there. Yeah, it didn't make much of a difference, did it? Until later on, he pops up, and I was like, ah, oh, sweet. Uh. You're there. Raph's around. I called him Raph at this stage because it's pretty casual. Yeah. I was like, Raph is still fucking in it. And I thought, well, that makes sense. I thought it was going to be all on April to do something. You might as well teach yourself. Find the book, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been a nice, like, a 10-minute montage of her trying to learn ninjutsu. Yeah, and her little shitty roommate just sitting there being fucking shit for no reason. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, uh, so, yeah, so she, April goes back and they find Splinter kind of stuck under some rubble, so they kind of rescue him, I suppose. Yeah. Sex is getting his, like, experimentation room ready so he can extract the, the um, mutagen from the turtles. Because, basically, his master plan is, at this point, to set this 
disease, this toxic stuff along the city. And of course he's the only one that has a virus, so all the police will go, everyone will call him, so that he'll get a lot of money, because he's the only one that can cure it. It's clever. Yeah, it is clever. Yeah. So it was like, oh, no. But yeah, anyway, so at this point, Raphael has to rescue his brothers. So he picks up all their weapons. Like, all, there's like 17 different weapons at this point. Yeah. And so they only the van, so they call good old Vernon, who at this point is trying to act cool because he, he wants to get with uh, April, his little hat. So he uh, he doesn't believe the turtle story at this point, but as, of course, Raphael was in the back. Or Raph. I mean, Raphael absolutely um, annihilated this guy here. Yeah. This guy was trying to help. He was <laughs> yeah. trying to get old Megan Fox and fair play to him yeah you know go big or go home but it's Raphael she's like oh, I don't even swear but he's like just fucking drive you little geek or nerd or whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah pretty much I just felt it's like I've never been called a, called a nerd before yeah I was like look fuck off there's no need for that. Yeah, just fuck off. <laughs> but they covered the story when he goes, how'd you even get in? Eliminating that. They have to worry. They have to explain it. No one knows. <laughs> no one I thought it was good they covered that. Yes, no one knows. But yeah, so at this point, after that little little thing happened, um, the turtles are in these cube prison things and they extract in there with their blood to get the mutagen out. Let's just call them chambers. Chambers, there you go. That was the word I was looking for. Meanwhile, April and the Vernon and Raphael were heading towards them. Yeah. Ready for a big encounter. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, this is the scene that kind of annoyed me. Um, oh, so many uh, mistakes movie-wise. Always find one, at least. Um, when, obviously, they smash through the barrier that is at this place in the van, don't they? And they start getting shot at. Uh, but apparently the uh, the glass in the front of the car is bulletproof because none of the shots go through. Then he smashes through another wall and there's the damage to the uh, glasses. There's nothing. So a little editor mistake there. But you know. Uh, so Raphael jumps out the side of it. He doesn't go out the back. He doesn't uh, go through the door. He literally jumps out the side of the van and makes a massive hole. It's being even worse. Poor Vernon. <clears throat> gets his van destroyed by Raphael and gets abused by him. Yeah, he's having an awful time, is Vernon. Yeah. So yeah, so the, the heroes arrive. Uh, Raphael is trying to... Uh, he finds his brother, he's trying to break him out. And, this me, and in the meantime, Shredder appears. And they have a, a fight. A rubber. A really good, massive Hollywood fight scene. Yeah. Someone's um, getting tired. Oh, yes, I'm feeling it right now. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, we'll, we'll slow down for this. So as um, Raphael and uh, Shredder are fighting, Megan, sorry, April, uh, figures out how to uh, get them out of the, uh, the chambers. So she, she gets them out. In the meantime, uh, as that's happening, uh, Shredder kind of breaks uh, Raphael's shell and he kind of just walks off because... Just before they arrived, uh, Sax managed to get some of the uh, mutagen from them before he left. So yeah, they they've escaped on a helicopter. Uh, and yeah, as they, I suppose as they're running away out the house, they kind of they're all high on adrenaline because that's how they managed to save him. And they're all kind of going a bit weird, as it were. Yeah. But yeah. So they they um at this point they need to get a van because their old ones are completely broken and a lot of the foot arrive and they start shooting them with machine gun. I mean the old adrenaline bit was a bit dangerous, wasn't it? Donatello was just like adrenaline. So thankfully on the screen there's a massive button that said adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. She just kept fucking whacking it up. She never Scooby what she's doing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just kept fucking tapping that motherfucker, like, going crazy. Like, more, more, more. She's up to, like, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't even know what that means. What's, what's even ten? Ten adrenaline. What? She was just pumping that shit in them. Perhaps she read a book in one of the deleted scenes about adrenaline. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so they were just high on adrenaline. And as they were outside trying to get a van, they, as I said, the foot showed up, and they started shooting them, and they're bulletproof now. That was a bulletproof. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, why if not? you can... 
this belief you've got 15 year old turtles and they're ninjas yeah you know when you really think about it, the fact they're bulletproof is just you go with it and of course they get into this massive truck 16 wheeler and of course he can't find the keys so he decides to hop around but of course the classic movie thing the keys are always under the sun visor for some reason yeah i mean again he had a drake chance to redeem himself here he ended up looking like a little bitch again sitting back so. <laughs> yeah very much so now you've got like a car chase down the mountain now so you've got three cars chasing this one massive truck yeah yeah and as it goes swearing off the road they kind of they fall down the hill backwards and it just goes yeah Going down this hill, yeah. I don't think this scene could have been any longer if they wanted it to be. No, this, this scene was dragged out. I mean, how big was this fucking hill? About 20 miles long, apparently. And still, there was like a 500-foot drop or something at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So how high were they when they started? Higher than Mount Everest, apparently. Because this guy just picked up his fucking news van and drove up there, no problems. Now they're plummeting down the snow. But just ages and then a massive drop at the end it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. on, there was some great scenes some great action scenes some great camera scenes yeah, Bill's shell was correct he's like just yeah. take me up and I was just like wait <laughs> shell's fucked but um, yeah no it was a great bit people get electrocuted jumping out everyone skiing on shells cool stuff but fuck me what a long ass scene <laughs> no. and of course at the end of it they conveniently find the um, sewer thing they were leading they were looking for yep so yeah, that seems over. And then this is where you get to see Shred on top of um, Sax's building start the um, countdown for the, uh, the to release the toxic gas out the, along the city. Yeah, very weird, weird that he chose to do this himself. Yeah, but strange. Were he infected by this gas? Don't know, because he didn't have the uh, cure on him, did he? No, he just had a metal mask on. Unless he planned to get away. But um, yeah, no. So yeah, so, the, yeah <laughs> so they're in the city again, the Turtles and April and all that, and they decide to split up. April and Vernon are going to go to get Sax and the mutagen, get it from him, and the turtles are going to go and stop Shredder. That is the main plan. And the turtles are looking for a um, a lift elevator. And so as they take a wrong turn, they realize they're in the main base of the foot and just hundreds of soldiers running at them and they can't decide to run off. And this is my favorite scene in the film. Where the turtles are in the elevator. Oh, and they start spinning bars. <laughs> hey. What a great scene this was. I yes. actually did like that. that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't all get on board until a little one started, the next one, and so on. This actually just... Um, it's yeah, light, just... lightened up the movie for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, 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 did, it did bring that too. Yeah. It, it was enjoyable, one. It was enjoyable. It really was. I don't know if it's because the film was dragging out or what, but when we just got to it, I was just like... Wow. I just wish the film had like more of this type of stuff. Oh, we got a little lesson. What about a sound clip here? MC Yeah, no, 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 that was good, man. That was good. I mean, that doesn't do it justice. <laughs> no. But the lift scene is... Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. You can find it on YouTube. You don't have to watch the film, just watch that little scene. No, nah, watch the film, man. We promote the film. Watch the film. It's a decent film. Spoilers. Not spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> 
listen to reviewing it for the last fucking eight hours. <laughs> it's an enjoyable film. Anyway, yeah, so the best scene in the film, the elevator scene happens. We'll have a little, uh, little beatbox and uh, sing along. And they arrive on top of the tower and have a face-off with Shredder. Yeah. And in the meantime, you've got April and Vernon trying to get Demetrius off sax. And they eventually do. She basically freezes him. But in the meantime, Vernon gets shot, doesn't he? In the shoulder as he as he goes down to hip to knock out uh, Sax. He gets shot in the shoulder. But they get the mutagen, which is good. And meantime, the turtles are just having a massive fight scene with this building. Oh, can't say too much there because it's a fight scene. <laughs> they will start hanging off. And, uh, the building starts collapsing, though. Very weak building. Very yeah, I mean, building. a massive fight and everything's getting just destroyed. Fucking smashed up again. Usual, uh, usual shit. They're struggling to beat Shredder. They're not sure what to do. Then they come up with the um, oh, damn, what was it called? The little movers of kids, as like the younger versions themselves. Right well, now, forgot what it's called. The foot, yeah. Anyway, they they do this move and they kind of bounce off each other and they usually hit Shredder and oh, it was, yeah, it's like blocky something when it was yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they do like their 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 move and just smash Shredder up a bit. Finally, because he's been completely destroying them at this point. And they think they've knocked him off the building, but um, they they haven't. And in the meantime, um, they're trying to defuse the bomb. So they have to hold off Shredder while Donatello's defusing the bomb, which he does do. With like one second remaining. So Shredder's realised that, so he decides to knock it down and basically try and smash it open. Yeah. But the turtles are trying to hold it up and they just can't, they can't do it. So Shredder's coming around and just hitting them. And this is where April arrives with the mutagen in her hand. And of course, the tower collapses, they can't hold it up anymore. So Shredder runs towards her, knocks it out of her hand and grabs onto the tower that's now stuck between two buildings. Yeah. And they're just basically having a, a fight scene, but hanging. It's a really weird scene. They're kind of hanging off, but fighting at the same time. And uh, Leonardo managed to uh, fling a sword at uh, Shredder and knock him off and he, well, appears to be dead at this point, but from a great height. And they're kind of still attached to the tower that's falling, like a radio tower that's falling down with the turtles. And this is where um, Raphael gets really emotional and starts, like, saying, I love you guys and all that. And they uh, kind of realise that they're still alive. He gets a bit embarrassed. Yeah, I thought it was a good scene, but his speech was a bit long, wasn't it? Yeah, fair enough. I did like it at the end. <laughs> They're just like, oh yeah, we made it. And he's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So the next scene is um, another Tesla go back to Splinter and they're kind of happy that he's still alive. Then uh, April meets up with Vernon with his new car. He's like, oh yeah, I've got a new car. Do you want to go for dinner and stuff? Then the turtles roll up and they ruin his day again. They, what, what the hell do they show up in? They should come in some... Like some weird van or something. Military slash pizza delivery van. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was like a 42-inch LCD screen inside. It's like, well, I, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. 7.1 surround sound and everything. And also, rockets. Which you find out Michelangelo presses the wrong button and blows up Vern's car. Yeah. Yeah, again, it just... He's not allowed to tell him, is he? What's happening? So... Then, that's pretty much it. And the credits roll with a song, which I love. Da, da, da. It wasn't just the song. No. It was the animation comic theme. Yes. With the soundtrack as well, actually yes. was really well. Like, yeah, it, it was nicely done. It felt you know more who like was it? 
Who was it? It's the song was called Shell Shock, and it was by. So I, I can't lie. The soundtrack. I'm not saying I like the soundtrack in the whole film. I I, I didn't mind some of the soundtrack in the original, but the, it was the last for the credits that I actually yeah, quite yeah, yeah. liked the whole theme and the soundtrack going with it. It, suit, it suited the titles. It was by Juicy J, Wiz Khalifa. T.Y. Dollar okay. Sign. Okay. Uh, All those people. Because they, they actually made that f- song for the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think it's better than the original song? The old Turtle Power? What, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Right, from the animated series? No, the, the end song. Oh, the end song. Ooh. The first one they did. Yeah, so, I remember. This yeah, is yeah. modernised. Obviously, yeah. this film was modernised to the urban pop culture kind of thing now, isn't it? It's where everything's gone urban. I prefer the old 90s kind of thing because that's what I grew up in. The, the best, the best one is uh, for Turtles number two, the old and Vanilla Rice Ninja. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, Vin- I, I don't know that. I can't recall that. But Vanilla Two is on. I there. forgot about oh, that. I forgot oh, about that. Oh, nice. The little last scene from the movie, as the music's playing, is uh, two of the turtles show up with a giant billboard of a Victoria's Secret model, mm-hmm. and they basically uh, grab her bra. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> plays to the song of Shell Shock with animated, and that is the end of uh, 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I mean, I just I dive in. I think first. I mean, yep. I, I enjoyed. Um, obviously, I preferred the first one. I'm gonna throw it out there, but I didn't mind the second one. Mm-hmm. It was quiet. It was. It was um, there was there was bits which I found annoying because I'm so used to the story of the original. But if this was all I knew, it'd be like, yeah, it still worked. I do think they got caught up in they had a budget, so they felt they had to use it. There was special effects happening all over the place to a point where some scenes I don't think I could really take it in because there's just so much shit happening, like the snow scene and yeah, yeah. And they were just trying to get to the fucking sewers. They were like doing loops and all kinds of craziness. So that I just felt. No, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't watch it again. But I am intrigued to see the second one because I thought I haven't seen the second one, so I do want to see where they go with that. But um, yeah, the original one all the way still. So I think anyway. What do you think, Michael? Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty much hard. Uh, probably the gist of what Paul says. Um, grew up with that film, so obviously it's quite a favourite compared with the new film. It's like Paul said. I don't want to repeat what Paul says, but like it's. You could go into that film born at a later generation to me and still be and still enjoy that film. You didn't you you don't need to know the whole title's history. You could have just went and watched that film. Um but obviously for the people that have grown up in the franchise, um they they're obviously going to favour the first one. No matter how ridiculous it sounds, the whole story of rap training by watching things in the um it's just better. Like just I don't know. It's like the whole that whole era of time with the them type of movies that came out. It's whether it looks cheesy now to when you watch films nowadays, it's just that's kinda of what you grew up grew up with. So to me, in all honesty, the whole Com- comedy sense, comedy sense, humor in it was a lot funnier yeah. than the remake. Um, yeah, no, I, I, prefer, I prefer the Michael Bay. Well, I can't even call it Michael Bay. I shouldn't call it Michael Bay because it's directed by uh, Jonathan Liebsman. Liebsman. Um, but no, it's good. Dag, what, what's your opinion on this? Dag's falling asleep. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Classic Dag. <laughs> he was there. He was uh Um yeah, anyone that's got Netflix is a great um documentary about turtles on Netflix. I don't know if anyone's seen that. Is there what's it called? It's on my watch list. It it it's came up recently, um, based on the whole it's got a comic book cover or something, I think, on Netflix. What it's called. Basically it starts with how it was the comic book and how 
it got massive and it went into the whole they wanted the TV show and the boom with yeah. the talk. Is it, mate? It's fucking good. I watched it not too long ago. Great watch. It's called Turtle Power, The Definitive History of the Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to watch that. Because it was all sort of fading away and it got bought by um, Nickelodeon. That's Nickelodeon. Right, yeah, yeah. Bastu did the um, remake. This yeah, yeah. yeah. Did the this film. And they did the um, TV, the animated reboot as well. That's right, yeah, yeah. So the whole series reboot animated they did. So they built it and they completely pushed it again. So, um, no, it's interesting. It's a good watch. Right, I suppose I've quickly done my takes on the film. Um, I think we all agree the original was a much better film. Uh, more entertaining. Uh doesn't feel dragged out. I prefer the fact it's not CGI heavy. I, prefer, I like the fact that it's, they're matched in suits. They feel, it feels more like uh, the cartoon to me, which was, again, one of my favourites as a kid, the original cartoon. Um, re, the re, I suppose it's a reboot slash remake, isn't it? It's kind of because obviously Nickelodeon recently bought it and they just wanted to use the licence to try and reboot the whole thing. I, I mean, I enjoy the uh, remake. Um... <sighs> It could have been a lot better, I think. I think there was way too much CGI in it. Uh, I didn't really like the main story of April and Neil rescuing the turtles and them mm. finding each other. I thought that was way too convenient. Um, I do want to say, obviously, because Nickelodeon had done the animated series yeah. and this, I wonder what the backstory in the animated series was. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. The same people doing it. So would it be true to this or was it true to the original? To, yeah. It'd be very weird that they would suddenly change it for a film. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I wish I'd looked into that a bit more. Again, go back to the remake. I think there's some bits that were, were really good. Like, again, like the elevator scene and that. I wish they had more of that. Uh, I mean, would I recommend it? I'd probably say watch it once and maybe watch the sequel if you're a Turtles fan because it's still got some nostalgia to it, I think. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if it was on TV and someone texts me saying, oh, the Turtles movie on, should mm. I watch it? I wouldn't text back saying, don't. No. Yeah, and there's other films like uh, Point Break and that that I would say fuck off and shit. <laughs> I was like, no, watch it. Why not? It's, on. Yeah. it's, it's a good, it's a good crack. Just yeah. watch it for the lift scene, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. And the song at the end because I really like that song. But you know, so yeah, I would say not a lazy Hollywood. It's just them trying to reboot the franchise. It's worth a watch. Maybe once or twice. It's not a classic. Um, but we kind of all agree that the original is a lot better film. Mm. And I on. Think- that note it is the end of the show. We need to do so a few plugs quickly, do you reckon? Yeah, why not? Um, obviously, make sure you find us at underscore Lazy Hollywood on Twitter. Also, find us on SoundCloud. Look for us on iTunes. We're on any sort of podcast um, device, so find us there. It's worth looking us up. We're literally on everything now, so search for us, you'll find us. Um, if you like our open track, make sure you check out Repair to Ruin. Go to their website, repairtoruin.com. They're also on iTunes. Download some tracks. Show some love. Spread the word. We'd appreciate that. And, um, yeah, that's sweet from me. So, bye. And a bye from me, Smiler. Love you all. Goodbye from me.